MMR's President Seed Podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets. Fresh food, local flavors. Hello, everybody. WMMR, Philadelphia. Housekeeping. No, thank you. Sleeping. Housekeeping, you want towels? I want towels. Need sleepy. Housekeeping, you want me for pillow? Please go away. Let me sleep for the love of God. You're listening to Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR with Preston Elliott. You will listen to every damn word I have to say. And Steve Morrison. Words are like bullets. Plus, Casey Boyd. Starving. Kathy Romano. I'm going to destroy everything you all. Nick McElwain. I'm just not the, the hero type. And Marissa Magnata. Pay no attention to that man. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Ready to go. And let's be it. No, we were we were chatting off there. It was a, there was a medical issue. I didn't even realize Steve had to perform an emergency tracheotomy yeah. on a baby. On a baby wow. that Which is just was zero. left in the in a dumpster. More on that later on if we can get to it. If we we have a lot yeah, to get to time. today, so we'll see what we can do. And now, Preston and Steve's news updates with Kathy Romano. And today is Tuesday, the 7th day of November. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Today is Election Day in Pennsylvania and New Jersey. Polls are already open in New Jersey. Uh, Polls in Pennsylvania will open at 7 a.m. The polls and all mail-in ballots must be received by 8 p.m. tonight. Um, I'm really glad for this because I feel like, and and maybe you guys can back me up on this, I feel like the campaigns this year on uh, TV were scuzzier and scummier than ever before. uh, They were, I think, just as scuzzy and scummy. The, The one thing is that you're free of those case i mean you every commercial break on every show yesterday was back to I mean, back there was one where the guy there it was an email that he received it's like he didn't even send he didn't <laughs> and and he was like hey i'm, uh, I'm going to rock your world here <laughs> yeah. duplicity is yeah. pervasive in I politics oh man you yeah. use two big words that i don't yeah. know what they mean <laughs> <laughs> duplicity and pervasive oh, okay the biggest race in our uh, area it was is for Philadelphia mayor, but there are also city council races with big implications for the future of the city. Uh, get rid of the signs today. You know, we don't need them anymore. <laughs> That's my, you gotta, I don't watch as much TV as you guys right. do, so I'm not seeing it as much. But the signs just make me ill. I just want them <laughs> gone. That's the law. There's, a, there's yeah. a poster. And they don't. Yeah, they don't. How about a politician that'll make sure the signs will get removed? <laughs> Seriously. They get my vote. <laughs> a crucial state Supreme Court seat in Pennsylvania is also on the ballot. City commissioners are telling voters that if you've made a mistake on your mail-in ballot, it's not too late. Voters can get a replacement ballot at City Hall or cast a provisional ballot. Uh, people were already dropping off their ballots ahead of voters uh, heading to the polls on Tuesday. Every vote will be protected. Every vote will be counted, said Philadelphia District Attorney Larry Krasner during a news conference on Monday. His office is working to ensure the integrity of Tuesday's election and plans to activate an election task force with 40 attorneys working on any issues that might come up. 
A person of interest in a Halloween night shooting that killed a 14-year-old in Ben Salem has died of an apparent self-inflicted gunshot wound, police announced. The body of 19-year-old Sean Hughes of Lower Makefield Township was found after a police pursuit in Marysville, Ohio. He was identified as a person of interest in the shooting Tuesday that left Snyder Middle School student Peter Romano dead. Ben Salem police say they identified the vehicle used in the shooting through surveillance video and determined it was stolen out of Bristol Township. On Tuesday, police in Ohio recognized the car, which had been flagged as a vehicle involved in a felony. Police tried to pull the car over and a pursuit began. The driver identified as Hughes then got out and fled on foot. When police found him, he was dead of an apparent self-inflicted gunshot wound. He's a coward. He took the easy way out. He shouldn't come. He should have come forward and faced what he did, said the victim's aunt, Angela Romano. Another person in the car identified as 25-year-old Joshua Marquez was arrested on weapons charges. Police in Marysville say Marquez is a convicted felon, was in possession of a gun and discarded it after the pursuit, but officers later found it. There's no word on whether Marquez was uh, had any connection to the Ben Salem shooting. On Halloween night, Ben Salem police responded to a report of teens fighting at Bristol Pike and Woodbine Ab- uh, Avenue. Shots were fired, leaving Romano dead and two other teens, a 17-year-old and a 19-year-old wounded. Both of those teens are ex- expected to survive. Ben Salem police say they are still investigating other possible suspects involved in the shooting, including others who were in the vehicle. PennDOT opened permanent northbound lanes of Interstate 95 at Cotman Avenue Tuesday, marking a major milestone after the interstate collapsed during a fatal tanker truck fire nearly five months ago. Traffic was shifted onto the new outer lane bridge on the northbound side Tuesday morning before the start of the rush hour, one of the busiest stretches of interstate in the country. PennDOT initially reduced the northbound side to one lane at the Cotman Avenue interchange before it was fully opened. Road crews worked to paint new lines on the highway and move barricades, allowing for the outer lanes to be opened up. All of this comes after a tanker truck crashed on Cotman Avenue, claiming the life of the truck driver on June 11th. The fire led to the collapse of the 95 overpass. Detours and construction brought traffic to a standstill in the heavily traveled area. PennDOT rebuilt and opened six temporary lanes within 12 days. Now, nearly five months later, PennDOT has shifted traffic from the temporary roadway onto the new outer lanes of the northbound bridge. The southbound side will be next. Uh, You can expect slow traffic while heading south Wednesday after 9 p.m. and lasting into Thursday around 5 a.m. when the southbound outer lanes are expected to open. That was such a time of um, sort of euphoria watching that happen where they were able to get everything set up and running that quickly. Uh, you know, oh, yeah. it, it seemed like yeah. <laughs> saying no one could believe it. It's actually, I mean, even this is incredible that they're, you know, yeah. that it's the, the permanent lanes are reopening. Well, yeah. the thing is, is that they need more conduits because escape convicts are looking for different ways. To get out? Yeah, to get out. <laughs> hey, man, I thought it was going to be a year yeah. at least. I thought yeah, it was going to be like years. Uh, yeah. Uh, but they, yeah, they they got to it. They did it quick. So uh, next, crews will deconstruct the temporary roadway and construct the third bridge that will uh, carry 95 over Cotman. Officials said the recycled glass uh, aggregate that is being used in the temporary roadway will be reused in other product projects uh, along the 95 corridor, including the 95 cat project at Penn's Landing. Do you know how they're going to demo it? They're actually going to explode a tanker truck underneath <laughs> it. Oh, really? The winter weather could impact the ability to build the third bridge quickly, but the project is expected to be completed sometime in 2024. Mm-hmm. In sports this morning. The Sixers beat the Washington Wizards 146 to 128 last night in South Philly. 
Joel Embiid scored 29 of his season-high 48 points in the third quarter, and the Sixers to their fifth straight win. They are unbeaten after a one-point loss in Milwaukee in the season opener. In the third quarter, Embiid was 10 for 10 from the floor and 9 for 9 from the foul line to help the Sixers extend their lead to 22. It was the most points in one quarter by a single player in the history of the franchise. Wow, man. The Sixers are at home again tomorrow night, and they'll host the Boston Celtics. Tip-off is at 7 o'clock. Eagles tight end Dallas Goddard has a fracture in his forearm and had an MRI yesterday to determine if there is any further damage. The Eagles are hoping and expecting Goddard to miss a month or so because of the injury. In Monday Night Football, Darius Davis returned a punt 87 yards for a touchdown. Austin Eckler ran for two scores, and Joey Bosa and the L.A. defense shut down the Jets' offense in the Chargers' 27-6 win last night in the Meadowlands. And finally, the Flyers open up their three-game road trip through California tonight with a game in San Jose against the Sharks. The puck will drop at 10.30. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thanks, Kath, and uh, welcome to a Tuesday, gang. Happy to have you on board once again. We have some stuff that we're going to dive into. The Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremonies were on Friday night. We are going to have the CEO of the Rock Hall checking in. Uh, it's Greg Harris. We've, uh, we've talked to him many times over yes. Always great conversation. Local guy. Yep. So we'll uh, find out uh, what he can tell us about uh, how things went and uh, what they're planning on as far as the rebroadcast and all that goes. So Greg's going to check in around 9 o'clock. And this morning, stopping by with some goodies for us, Mr. Sticky is going to be here. Yes, Mr. Sticky's of Pottstown, Pennsylvania. That's right. They're bringing by some goods. I'm assuming we have, let me see here. Yep, we will have gift cards to give away. And uh, they have award-winning sticky and cinnamon buns. Oh, my God. And, yeah, you better better hang on, buddy, because it's going to get sticky here. It's going to get sticky up in this. Yeah, and in fact, uh, what are we pointing at here, Casey? It's like oh. the name of it. Yeah, okay, so one of the things they're bringing uh, are Sticky Witch breakfast sandwiches. Sticky Witch. Uh-huh. I love that. My here, favorite let, kind of witches. Let me read this uh, verbatim. Uh, Mr. Sticky's award-winning Sticky Buns, Sticky Buns with Walnuts, Cinnamon Buns with Vanilla Icing, and Sticky Witch breakfast sandwiches. <laughs> Could have done. Lots of sticky there. Yeah. So, uh, not is, not too enticing. But we're gonna be uh, we're gonna be sharing the sticky love. Ooh, I think morning. I might have uh, sound clips for this. Not right now. You know what? But How a little about bit this? later on. Love is kind of crazy with a sticky little boy like you. Yeah. yeah. Beautiful. Sticky. I, I just made up their other channel. Yeah, that's their it. Theme song. it. They'll get sued for it, but do it. All right, so we also have Tattoos Day taking place. So, yes, your opportunity to win a $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing is up and running now. It is engaged. So you can text the word tattoo to 39333, and that's it. That's all I got to do. Walk away. Bam. You might, you might win later on this morning. Uh, make sure you check them out. They're at 1729 South Street in Philly. Artwork samples available at floatingworldtattoos.com. They're on Instagram at floatingworldtattoos. Tattoos, take a peek, uh, text in, and possibly win this morning. All right, let's break. Come back. And the stupid question and entertainment report. Loads of things to unpack there. We'll come back in just a moment, so stay with us. Looking for fun things to do this weekend? Pierre Robert's weekend calendar has you covered. Shows in town, movies to see, exhibits and specials around the Delaware Valley. Just use keyword weekend calendar at WMMR.com to get the list. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. Prestonandsteve.com. 
Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoop in and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopInAndWinGame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Some of that real sticky, icky, icky. Ooh, wee. <laughs> Ooh, wee. I love that. <laughs> Mr. Stickies. All right, so we're going to give away something else, though. Right now, we're going to give away a four-pack of tickets for the new Star Wars game on Saturday. It's November 18th at 1 p.m. The Flyers are taking on the Vegas Golden Knights, so it's the Star Wars game. Question that I have for you is this. What is a group of unicorns called? A group of unicorns. Yes, even though they're not real. It's a group of a real, a not real. Yes. Yeah. Let's see if you know the answer. 215 WMMR call now. Uh, mentioning some birthdays. Let's see what we have. Today is the seventh day of November. Um, this guy's great. We've been on our show a few times and he celebrates a birthday today. Christopher Knight. Hey! Oh, you're a whore, yeah. Peter. Who played Peter Brady. You're a whore, Peter. On the Brady Bunch. Uh, he is uh, 66 years old today. What was the show? Was it uh, Marrying a Brady or what? Uh, there, uh, there yeah, was a reality a Brady, show. Yeah, I married a Brady. Adrian, whatever was her name, she was kind of a, a cosplayer model. Yeah. And then they, they got married, they got divorced, but they had marriage counseling from Florence Henderson. That was another yeah. reality show. Oh, my God. Yeah. But he's a really likable guy. He is a likable dude. Yeah. He actually did very well in uh, regular the regular business world. He was a computer consultant for a while. Okay. and he But now he's producing movies, and the two movies he produced, both of them might have Oscar consideration. We we talked to him about yeah. that not too long yeah. ago. One's so. an animated, uh, a stop motion animated movie. And the other one was uh, that one's uh, about a documentary, da uh, right? The the, yes, the animated exactly. one was about Da Vinci. And the other one was about this uh, this woman who has this condition where she oh. is perpetually happy. Yes, yeah, and it's sort of euphoric. Yeah, and it's a wonderful story. Uh, Adrian Curry was the girl Adrian Curry, yeah. that's it, that yeah. he was married to. And uh, she was a lovely girl. She was a lovely girl. She was a little cosplayer. Uh, I like to uh, dress up like Princess Leia. Chris- oh, God, that makes me chub up. Oh, wow. <laughs> Even in heaven. Oh, it absolutely. Yeah. Oh. Can't stop the blood flow above the clouds. I was going to say, you get a little sticky icky. <laughs> get a little yeah. sticky icky. Uh, oh, yeah. No, we can't. Ooh, um, I've moved on. Probably. It's okay, we Casey. moved on. Sorry. Uh, because it's Joni Mitchell's birthday today. Oh, have this oh. queued up. Saying about uh, that, that voice is a uh, face is a boner killer. Uh, <laughs> boner killer, huh? <laughs> the face is. Yes. I had <laughs> modest respect for Joni Mitchell years ago, and then over time, I'm like, oh my god, yeah, she's amazing. Agreed, agreed. She was kind of, you know, a name, and I was aware. Yeah. And and uh, I I don't know, I don't go deep in her catalog. Yeah. But what I hear, I'm like, okay, these are brilliantly written yeah, songs. Yeah, she's Most, amazing. Yeah, and she's performed with some of the finest musicians in the world throughout the years in the world of pop rock.
rock, jazz, like all of it. Well, in jazz, in fact, one of her albums is named Mingus uh, for Charles Mingus. Okay. You know, so she's a massive jazz fan. Yeah. So. I know this song shows up in uh, Coda. Oh. Is the, um, oh. yeah. and, and I love both versions, her version and the, the cover that they have in that movie. Is this uh, record, or is Blue the record that they use in um, Love Actually? Where he thinks that, uh, or she thinks that she's getting the gift from her Alan husband. Rickman. Yeah, and and in fact, he gave the necklace to the woman that he was also in love with. I don't remember right. what album it was. They show it, yeah. but but I don't know what album it is. That's a good question. It's a working for the weekend. Uh, wow, oh. she was Joni Mitchell, a huge fan of Loverboy, uh, and she turns eighty today. It's a big birthday for her. Today. Everybody's working for the weekend. Uh, another musician, Tommy Thayer, who is uh, now the lead. Guitarist for Kiss has been for quite a while. He wears Ace's uh, makeup, by the yes. way. Uh, I was talking. Um, try not to join a band where anyone can wear the makeup and impersonate you. I was talking to my uh, stepsister over the weekend. She and her husband Kurt are insane fanatics. They are flying to Chicago <clears throat> to go to the concert, but they're just they're going to the concert and then they're flying right back. Like they're not even staying the night. They'll probably see uh, Dwayne, my trainer. Yeah. They, 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 met, they, him. they yeah. met him at different functions. They met him on a cruise. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They go on the Kiss cruises. <laughs> they buy all the stuff. They go to show after show, and they just never get tired of it. I. That's why uh, the, uh, Kiss has been very smart. They sort of licensed all of the imitation bands, the tribute bands. All of those things will go on well after Kiss stops performing. Yep. So Tommy, they are 63 years old today. Uh, Jeannie Shrimpton, the model from the 1960s, yes. uh, is is turning 81 years old today. So she figures prominently in this uh, this Michael Caine documentary. Well, it's kind of a, a, a autobiopic, I guess you'd call it. And um, yeah, she was in that Twiggy group and all yeah. those. Yeah, yeah 81 today. Uh, so you have two brothers, Jason London and Jeremy London. <laughs> They're twin brothers. Yeah. So Jason was in Dazed and Confused. Okay. Jeremy was in Party of Five and Seventh Heaven. And Mallrats, I think. Uh, was he in Mallrats? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yes. He turns, uh, they both uh, turn 51 so years old today. Who's the most effed up? There's one that's really, um, has, has had a bad issue with uh, uh I feel like it's the one defense. from Dazed and Confused. Looking but... at the pictures of them on IMDb, yeah. I think it's Jason, the one from Dazed and Confused. He looks a little more... Effed up? Haggard. Yeah. Would be the proper word to use, I think, but... Effed up is not a medical term. Uh, but anyhow, they, uh, they as uh, twin brothers, celebrate their 51st birthday today. It's just a guess, though. I don't, yeah. I don't know for sure if, if that's the deal with them or not. Uh, Morgan Spurlock. Oh, we had him in the studio. Filmmaker, yeah. yeah. Supersize me. Um, 30 days. He is uh, 53 today. What's happened with him? He was, he's putting on movies fairly frequently. Well, well maybe he hasn't found the right he subject. Pro- would it be funny if he works for McDonald's? It would be yeah. hilarious. <laughs> and then the last birthday, uh, you got to love this guy, actor Adam Devine. Yeah. Uh, he's in all the Pitch Perfect movies. He's great. Uh, he's now in Righteous Gemstones. His character is so bizarre. <laughs> uh, Did you finish the third season? I didn't. Okay. I need to get to it. Yeah, yeah, he has an interesting character arc. And uh, he and the other guys from um, uh, the, the TV show that they were on uh, were just hanging out with Burt Kreischer. Um and they were cooking together, and Bert Kreischer asks Adam Devine a question about uh, the ma- 
male crossing of the finish line. Right. And Adam Devine's response makes Bert laugh so freaking hard. It's it's a really funny clip. I don't All know right. if we can play it because it's probably pretty damn dirty. <laughs> too profane? Yeah, it's hilarious. Uh, and it's a big birthday for him. He is uh, the big 4-0 He just got married too, right? He yes. did, yeah. yeah. So happy birthday and happy nuptials to Adam Devine. All right, we'll see if you can indeed give us the answer to this question. What's a uh, group of uni- unicorns? Almost said the uniforms. <laughs> group of unicorns called 215-263-WMMR. We're going to go to Oliver to try and find the answer. Yo, Oliver, good morning. Hey, good morning. All right, buddy. So what do you call a group of unicorns? I'm going to go with a blessing. A blessing. Oh, yeah. Isn't that weird? Yeah. That's true. Hang I on, Oliver. so ethereal. Yeah, we're going to give you, sir, a four-pack of tickets. For Star Wars, uh, the Star Wars game on Saturday, November 18th at 1 p.m. Flyers are taking on the Vegas Golden Knights. You can get your tickets at PhiladelphiaFlyers.com. You know, the greatest on-screen depiction, I think, of unicorns is in the movie Legend. I had a feeling you were going to say that. Yeah. yeah. It's just beautiful. Photography, you know, amazing. Matthew, and they're real. <laughs> Matthew Perry did not think that it was a good idea to have his friend's character Chandler cheat on Courtney Cox's character, Monica. Uh, he rejected the idea, which the show writers had planned. So this is according to Lisa Cash, the actress who was supposed to play He's a mistress. She spoke to TMZ about the scrapped scene in an interview that was published yesterday. Uh, she said the scene was Chandler and Monica were arguing in Vegas about Monica having lunch with her ex-boyfriend, Richard, who was played by Tom Selleck. Right. And she said at and in our script, Chandler goes up to the hotel room. He orders room service. I bring it up as a hotel worker. We end up talking and laughing and connecting, and Chandler ends up cheating on Monica with my character. She said, we rehearsed it, and the day before, we were supposed to shoot it in front of a live audience, I was told that Perry went to the writers and said the fans will never forgive Chandler for cheating on Monica. I, he's right. I think he's right. I think he's right. So, so Ross, Ross had the we were on a break. Remember yes. that? So, yes. so, and that that played well. But I don't think the dynamic, especially the way they they cultivated that relationship, would have worked. Yeah, I think I think it would have made his character um, that people wouldn't have looked at him yeah. the same way. Yeah, so. and that can happen. You can. Look at for Christ's sake for Felicity. She cut her hair and it ruined everything. Yeah, you know? some so, things can ruin a character. Yeah. So I think he would have been right in that regard. Uh, Serena Williams, a tennis legend, told a glittery fashion industry audience how fashion became a favored mode of expression as she grew up in the public eye, with the tennis court serving as her run- runway. Williams, who retired from tennis last year, is the first athlete to win the Fashion Icon Award, oh, really? and it was presented to her by. Kim Kardashian. I thought it was John Madden. It was not John Madden. It was the Council of Fashion Designers of America that presented her. And Kim was the CFDA honoree last year. Kim called Williams fearless, heroic, authentic, iconic, the greatest of all time. (laughs) Uh, The fashion industry's equivalent of Oscar night was held at the American Museum of Natural History in Manhattan. God, I so want to go to that. It was hosted. Listen, you would have wanted to be there. It was hosted by Anne Hathaway. Huh. Uh, uh, in uh, in top designer awards, Catherine Holston, uh, Holstein, or it's, it might be Stein, but it's not Holston. Like a pig. Right? Like no, a, how do you spell like Holston? A, a, a cow. Uh, Holston, the, uh, the famous... Uh, H-A... Okay, this is H-O-L-S-T-E-I-N. Okay. Uh, anyhow, uh, she won... Holstein. Of the label uh, Katie and was named Woman's Wear Designer of the Year. And Willie 
uh, Shabaria won for menswear. Uh, the award for accessories went to Ashley Olsen and Mary Kate Olsen. Not I'm Kathy not. Romano for her collection. No. <laughs> That's wild. I, uh, Kath, I thought you had oh it. Oh, my God. Thank you, Casey. And this is for their label called The Row. Among other honors, Gwyneth Paltrow accepted the Innovation Award for Goop, her 15-year-old lifestyle brand that was presented by Demi Moore. There were a lot of celebs at this. Uh, yeah, they were. Vanessa Hudgens presented a tribute from the CFDA Board of Directors to Vera Wang for her impact on the bridal industry. Uh, designer Maria Cornejo won a Lifetime Achievement Award, and that was presented by Laura Linney. Uh, there was also a tribute to the 50th anniversary of hip-hop. Wait, I have a, an opportunity to play a Laura Linney clip. Oh, okay. Wah, 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 wah. Oh, nice. Big wah, wah yeah. fan. Uh, there's also a tribute to the 50th anniversary, 50th anniversary of hip-hop with a short film by director Hype Williams that was introduced by Mary J. Blige and music by Pharrell. So is this, a, is this televised? I don't think so, no. Huh. No. Uh, so Williams studied fashion during her playing career, and in 2018, she launched her S by Serena clothing line, which she said in her speech was intended to inspire women uh, to embrace their bodies and love who they are, no matter their size, race, or income. Among her many thank yous, she saved her last for her mother, and she said, for actually making those first tennis outfits when I was young. Uh, that's wild. Uh, she said, watching her sew created this creativity in me that I still have to this day. My mother sewed my first radio clothes. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and you uh, still carry that sense of fashion today, yeah, yeah. Steve. She really set that in motion. Uh, this is the FDA <laughs> These award. are called winter shorts. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, the CFDA Awards are presented by Amazon Fashion. So it was a big event, and Serena Williams won the Icon Award. So good for her. Megan Fox is getting real about the nature of relationships. I wish she wouldn't. <laughs> uh, the actress spoke with people in an interview published on Monday. Just people in the magazine. About her is a People magazine. Okay. In an interview published on Monday about her new book of poems titled Pretty Boys Are Poisonous. Oh, my God. Uh, she told the outlet relationships are complicated. For most of us, it's not a fairy tale. Relationships are not pretty. They are ugly. Sometimes they are war. But through a wound enters an opportunity to grow and become a stronger, more whole version of yourself. Tell her about finger blasting. <laughs> uh, Fox also said uh, that she left some of her heavier poems out of the book. She said, I didn't even bother sending the majority of what I wrote to my editor because they were too graphic or unsettling for have, others to read. Is there a sample there? Did they give her any no. uh, sample of her prose? Not in this one. I, I, I didn't see anything in this story, Stephen. Did they, did they show the room full of monkeys that uh, sat at the typewriters? They, no pictures of monkeys were present in the article. No? There's a four-word present. It's a mm, monkey! <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do you want me to read this? Yeah, please. All right, it says, yeah. these poems were written in an attempt to excise the illness that had taken root in me because of my silence. I've spent my entire life keeping the secrets of men. My body aches from carrying the weight of their sins. Wow. My freedom lives in these pages, and I hope that uh, my words can inspire others to take back their happiness and their identity by using their voice to illuminate what's been buried but not forgotten in the darkness. What the hell are you talking about? So is this is a forward, I guess. Wow, that's the forward is pretty deep. Yeah, I don't want to prejudge. I mean, maybe she's a decent writer. I'd be know. interested to hear. Right. She might be the next next uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald. I don't know about that. <laughs> F him. 
As far as how she expects the book to receive, she said, I've been in the public eye for a long time and my career has been one long witch hunt. So nervous? No. I expect a mixture of admiration and vitriol from the public, she said. So we shall see when it comes out. What a talent. Um, During a recent interview with Harper's Bazaar, Jenna Ortega discussed representation in Hollywood. Uh, The Wednesday actress, who is Mexican and Puerto Rican descent, shared that uh, when she was younger, she found it really hard to land roles. She said, as a child actor, uh, you're either the younger version of someone or or you're playing someone's daughter. Daughter? There were not many leading... Daughters? Not many leading Hispanic actors who I could be that for. Uh, She even considered dyeing her hair blonde to, quote, look like Cinderella, but she decided against it. She said, I thought, I don't want other young girls to look up to the screen and feel like they have to change their appearance to be deemed beautiful or worthy. She's been working for a long time, though. She started doing, uh, like, uh, I think she was four when she started doing commercial work. Yeah, something like that. By the way, when is the new season of Wednesday coming? It's a good question. I don't know. And I I was thinking about that. It's going to be a hard act to follow, man. They're going to have to be really really creative to to make it just as engaging. I I fell in love with that show. So it it had a... Tim Burton, so, you know... Had a... Had a cliffhanger of sorts. Yeah. Um, so um, that's cool. Yeah. The question is, do you... I would like to go back to the school scenario. Um, I don't think we need to go home. Yeah. You know, we had an entire series that was at home. Yeah. Um, I would like to see more of... Because oh, the supporting uh, schoolmates were so engaging. I want to see more of them, too. Right. I wish... The headmistress, well, yeah, you know spoiler alert, yeah yeah, 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 I agree. But Steve, uh, I mean, with the writer's strike and the actor's strike, they can't even been working on it forever, right? Yeah. Nick, this is uh, you and I. We got to step in and All start right. writing. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Hey, question about that. Are these uh, these people that are out of work as writers, are they writing on their own? Just so they're not. They got to be, right? They're not supposed to, but the, the big thing is, and I've heard a number of writers say this, they continue to write anyway. They would have to. Yeah. So, so Just to be ready the last when this thing, is over. Exactly. The last thing they want to do is have to deal with an avalanche of demands yeah. the second this wraps up. Now, yesterday, the um, actors, the SAG strike was supposed to be wrapping up, and they, the SAG issued a statement saying they are not budging on this AI. Mm-hmm. The producers and the movie companies were saying this was the final offer. So I have a feeling it's going to be going on for quite a while. All yeah. right. Uh, she also commented on the complexity involved in uh, representing a specific population. She said, I wasn't born in a Spanish-speaking country. I haven't spent a lot of time in Mexico. I've never been to Puerto Rico. Uh, so there's a feeling that not being worthy enough to be a proper representative. And she said, uh, I want all people of Latin descent to be able to see themselves on screen. And I want to feel that I could help open doors for other people. So that's where her mind is at. Doc Antle. Yeah. Uh, pleaded guilty Monday to federal conspiracy and money laundering charges three years after he rose to fame in Tiger King. You know who's playing him in the movie? No. Jenna Ortega. Jenna yeah, Ortega. Yeah. She is so versatile. Uh, Antle pleaded guilty to conspiracy to violate the Lacey Act and a conspiracy to launder money. Uh, the United States Department of Justice said in a news release. U.S. District Court Joseph Dawson, who accepted Antle's guilty plea, said that he will sentence Antle after receiving and reviewing a sentencing report. 
Uh, he faces a maximum penalty of five years in prison, a fine of up to $250,000 and three years of supervised release uh, for each count. The Attorney General, Todd Kim, said the defendant held himself out as a conservationist, yet repeatedly violated laws protecting endangered animals and then tried to cover up those violations. He re- Listen, he really was, as they were all, scumbags oh, who yeah. se- se- severely mistreated animals. Yeah. That said... When the series came on, and at the point in time at which it came on, we needed that. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Without question, I agree. It was. <laughs> it was pretty spectacular yeah, 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 yeah. at that moment. Uh, they said this prosecution demonstrates our commitment to combating illegal trafficking, which threatens the survival of endangered animals. And last month, a judge in Virginia, Virginia banned Antle for five years from buying, owning, and selling any exotic animals within the state. After the wild animal trainer was convicted in June of illegally purchasing endangered lion cubs. In Virginia, and he also received a two-year suspended prison sentence and must pay fines totaling $10,000 in that case. So, yeah. <laughs> it's just laughable. Dude, the very beginning, and I've said this before, yeah. the, ver- the very first scene in Tiger King is the guy who's doing the documentary and they're yeah. talking to him. He's All like, right, yeah. and he's going, you know, he's like, the, the monkey people are kind of weird and this and that, and, you know, and the people that collect these animals are a little offbeat. He goes... But the tigers, the cats, they're effing insane. Uh-huh. And it just dives right in after that. And you just hold on the entire ride. It's crazy. All right. So um, Jennifer Hudson has a good thing going. Telling Gail King on CBS Mornings on Monday that she is very happy in her relationship with someone who shall remain nameless. Is what she said. And this comes after uh, she's rumored to, to have a romance with Common. This has been going that, on Yeah, for a while. so that's got to be it because I have heard no, nothing uh, as far as them breaking up. But they're, well, they still haven't confirmed it. Well, uh, I am. So, <laughs> uh, and so uh, Gail said, asked her if she is booed up. She's all booed up. And Hudson replied, booed up? I think it's more sophisticated than booed up. Yeah. Definitely not an entanglement. That's for sure, she said. She gets which some is, sticky icky. Which is the uh, Jada, Will and Jada. Some of that real sticky icky icky. Ooh wee. Ooh wee. It's the best. So uh, who's, um, there's Oprah and Stedman. Mm-hmm. Gail King is Oprah's bestie. Yep. Who's Gail King with? That's a good question. Flavor Flav? Maybe it's Flavor Flav. <laughs> for all we know. Dave Matthews was hanging out with the Flavor Flav over the weekend. Really? Yeah, we got to ask uh, uh, the guy from the Rock Hall about it. They were, yeah, yeah Flavor Flav was at the Rock Hall in Faith. Okay. And then there's this picture of <laughs> Dave Matthews. Okay. I'd like to be a fly on that wall. Uh, Gail King, Steve, was married to a guy named uh, William G. Bumpus. Bumpus! 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 Uh, and he uh, had... Oprah's hand in the door as he closes it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He was a bloodhound breeder. Uh-huh. <laughs> Bumpus! I... Oh, my God. <laughs> Bumpus! Oh, my God. I like when he sticks. He's so happy he sticks his leg out the door and lets the dogs have a bite of him. <laughs> All right, anyway, uh, this is an interesting story. Insecure actress, and that's the show she's on. Right, she's, she's not, not an just insecure. an insecure actress. Uh, but her name is Yvonne Orgies. Uh, Orgie, I'm sorry. Uh, her September appearance on Chelsea Handler's podcast is going viral. The comedian asked Orgie if she is still a virgin during the interview, and the actress says yes. Um, she said... Um, How old is she? She's 39. All right. Whoa. So Chelsea said, oh my God, I love this. This is the most original guest we've ever had on. 
And she said, what are you, 39? And she replied, I am. And then she joked, uh, people are like, oh, Yvonne, pray for him, whoever he is. There's a lot of pent-up energy in here with me, she says. And uh, I haven't seen any more on it, so I don't know what the details are on maybe why, but um, she's apparently, yeah, 39 oh. years old and still a virgin. She's mm-hmm. a beautiful woman. She is. Nothing wrong with that Without at question. all. Yeah, so, she... yeah, but it, maybe it's her choice. I yeah. do not know. Well, maybe uh, maybe the Bumpus has a brother. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe Bumpus can hook up. More. <laughs> People reports this is a terrible story that former uh, child actor Evan Ellingson has passed away. He was only 35 years old. Was he, he played the son of David Caruso's character on CSI Miami, and he was also in movies such as My Sister's Keeper and Confession. His other TV roles included Bones and 24. Um, Ellingson's uh, father told TMZ he struggled with addiction, yeah. uh, but his cause of death is not yet known, mm. so it could have been an overdose I or who knows what at this point so when we find out we will uh, absolutely let you know uh, a representative for Apple is talking about a computer-generated Peanuts film that is in the works at Apple TV+. Plus. Uh, they said, uh, we can't wait for everyone to experience this heartwarming new adventure with Snoopy, Charlie Brown, and the gang. They've already done one. In the big city. Uh, Charles M. Schultz's son and grandson, Charles Schultz and Brian Schultz, co-wrote the script. And they said, it's so special to carry on my father's legacy with an original story from me, uh, my son Brian, and his writing partner, Neil. Craig had said this in a separate statement. Did you see the uh, the feature film, the CGI Peanuts film? I don't remember it. Yeah, um, it was it was good. It is a little weird to see them rendered that way, right? You know, yeah. Uh, maybe it'll change the style a tiny bit. I don't really know because they can, you know, even though it's CGI, yeah. and I know you, we have in mind a specific, real slick look about it. They can. You know, kind of change it up, maybe make it look a little more animated. Uh, I agree, or, or you know what I mean, cell animation. Yeah, no. Uh, the when you watch the, um, I know Casey watched. I said I the great. It's the great pumpkin, Charlie Brown. Yeah. If you look at the the artwork in those scenes, like where Snoopy is supposedly going across the, the French countryside, you know, he's a World War One flying ace. Right. The colors and the, and the uh, it's really cool. Yeah. If they could if they could replicate that, that'd be wild. Uh, so let's see. When Echo hits Disney Plus on uh, January 10th, it will premiere under the new Marvel Spotlight banner, uh, complete with a new intro logo scored by Oscar winning composer Michael Giacchino. Hey! Uh, essentially, the new subcategory of Marvel is a branding for standalone fare versus series and movies that connect to the greater Marvel Cinematic Universe. This could be interesting. This could be the way that maybe they bring you back in. So here's what's happened. And Nick, you sent me an article and and, and I'd I'd seen it pop up. It hit all over the place. It's no longer, they can no longer say it's just rabid um, online trolls who are, you know, commenting on what's gone wrong with Marvel. Variety, uh, Deadline, um, The Hollywood Reporter. They're all now mainstream is reporting that they've made, you know, big mistakes. Preston, everything we said from the beginning that we said might be a, a concern. The glut. The feeling that you have to watch every series to get the new movie coming out. Yeah. And that you had to have all that going for you and you had to do lots of homework. Yeah. Um, um, made it really daunting for a lot of. I literally now am at the point where I, I I'm I don't care. I mean yeah. I'm, I'm interested, and and like last night just for the hell of it, I put on um, season two of The Punisher 
from Netflix. Oh, yeah. What a vast difference. Oh, my God. I haven't finished that season. So, uh, I, I, Does it wrap up well? Oh, it's it's okay. terrific. So, um, I think what they're trying to do is find a way uh, that puts them halfway between that and what they're currently doing to because they need to. Uh, and also, uh, th- this will allow them to maybe steer away from the Armageddon end of the universe scenario. of that. Mm. I, and, I, and I have enjoyed those, yeah. but you can't do that again and again and again and again. Look at your favorite movie. Look at The Winter Soldier. Yeah. Look, look at those movies that... The personal. That, right. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Nick, you'd mentioned um, Quantumania. I'm, I'm sitting there during the last half hour, they're like, I am bored out of my goddamn mind. And the, the shame of it is that happens. And, and so you guys used to refer to uh, the release of anything Marvel as a, as a concert. You looked forward to it so yeah. much. And so I, I got on board on all of the Marvel stuff because of you guys, right? And because of Iron Man and your love yeah. for it. And I remember not seeing the first three movies and be like, what's the big deal? And then being 100% invested in it and yeah. have been since. And I've shared it with you guys. I've shared it with my son. And all of that has been awesome. And I'm really enjoying this season of Loki. But there was an episode of Loki the other night, this last one, that actually made sense for the first time in two seasons of Loki. Okay. And so I, I, I'm enjoying it, but I also get so damn confused, and it is homework. Like, it's a weird-ass type it of homework is. to have to and do. I, I'm, and I'm tired of just saying, ah, it's, it's pretty good. It's okay. So, this is a this is a new title from uh, Marvel, or a new uh, subcategory. Marvel Studios head of streaming, Brad Wein, uh, Winderbaum, uh, said uh, at the screening, Marvel Spotlight uh, gives us a platform to bring more grounded, character-driven stories to the screen, and in the case of Echo, the show, focusing on street-level stakes over larger MCU continuity. Uh, just like comic fans didn't need to read Avengers or Fantastic Four to enjoy a Ghost Rider spotlight comic, he added, our audience doesn't need to have seen other Marvel series to understand what's happening in this. And this is a story about uh, Maya, uh, who is uh, who is Echo, and uh, she was from uh, Hawkeye. Right. Uh, she was the um, Native American deaf assassin, Maya Lopez. And uh, also Vincent D'Onofrio is going to be in this as well. For me. He's playing uh, Kingpin from Daredevil. Did you watch the trailer? Not yet, no. Because there, there is a brutal beatdown. Okay. I mean, and you've not seen anything like this in any of the fair up till now. Did you guys watch Moon Knight with Oscar Isaac? I did. I really thought... I didn't make it through it. Okay. Um, yeah. it, that this is That's an example of a show that really could have lived on its own. It didn't have really anything to do with the rest of the Marvel Universe. They found ways to sort of have loose threads to it. Uh, but Oscar Isaac's acting in that was incredible. He, he played uh, three different characters and he played them really, really well. That does not... That type of show does not have to live within the MCU for it to right. be good. That's the, that's the problem. Again, you have the glut. You have all these things that people feel are, are connected together. I think, I mean, you remember how exciting it was, the post-credit sequence of a yeah. movie, and you're like, what are we in for next? Yeah. And by the way, a lot of those uh, superheroes that Marvel rolled out in that initial series <clears throat> were not the, the, obviously Thor was and a few of them were, but they they, they went in um, and, and pulled out these characters and made it something. When you're just sort of, like uh, with Echo, they're going to release it all at once because they kind of want to just get it out there. Good, you know, and um, and we'll see how they do. I, I want them. Anyone who's a fan of this stuff wants them to find their footing again because it, it really does make a difference. Yeah, and I want to. We need you. it. I want to kiss you. I want to kiss you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I do. Yes. You want to kiss me? I want to kiss you. All right. Um, we're going to do the clips now. Rumble Through the Dark is a new thriller about a desperate bare-knuckle cage fighter who battles to save his family's home. 
And here, director Parker Phillips talks about choosing Aaron Eckhart to play the lead. He got it on every level, and he felt like he could bring a lot of uh, things that were personal to him to the role. You know, you hope the actor finds something within themselves in the part they want to play. You know, it's obviously a departure from their world, of course, but you want to make it as personal as possible. And Aaron immediately recognized, you know, all that he could bring to it. <laughs> uh, Rumble Through the Dark is in theaters now. Here's our next clip. In Pain Hustlers, a woman struggling to raise her daughter takes a job at a failing pharmaceutical startup, not realizing the dangerous racketeering scheme that she's suddenly entered. And here, director David Yates talks about bringing social issues into a drama. It's a bit of a Trojan horse in the sense that what it says on the tin, it could be weighty and heavy, but we wanted to bring the audience in to connect with these human beings, to really go along with their ride and be kind of entertained and seduced to a certain extent before we get to some of the finer messaging of the movie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Pain Hustlers is now streaming on Netflix for you to view. And that is the last story. Got for you in here. Done. 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 Another one for the record books. All right. So this morning we are going to have the CEO of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They had the induction ceremonies on uh, Friday night. Greg Harris will be checking in. So we'll talk about the class of 2023 and all the goings on there. Uh, We have a tattoo Tuesday. Your chance to win a President Steve Show theme tattoo. So text the word tattoo to 39333. Mr. Sticky. Some of that real sticky, icky, icky. Yeah. They will be here this morning. We'll do some giveaways with them. And may I remind you, <laughs> Camp Out for Hunger in six days. Whoa. Yeah. Yeah. Six Love days. Ooh-wee. And counting. Ooh, we. Some of that um, real sticky, icky, icky. Ooh, we. And we got a lot going on. We have a drone show that's taking place on uh, Monday night right before the Celebration Fireworks, Food Trucks, and Fireworks event. And, uh, man, we're excited about it. And remember with everything, all the events that are happening, in, in the, if you come down to see the show in the morning, all we ask is that you make a donation. And that's what they're, we're there for. And the rest is open to you. Yep. Uh, food Trucks and Fireworks sponsored by Five Below. Mm-hmm. Movie night on Tuesday night. Uh, Quizzo on Wednesday night. Uh, t-shirt night on Thursday night. Uh, you can go to WMMR.com slash campout. But we are six days away from that. So make your plans now to join us every day if you can. We'll be back. Stay with us. Preston and Steve's 26th annual Camp Out for Hunger. Supporting Phil Abundance. Starting Monday at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. All week live from the Beanbow Bakery's USA broadcast tent. Hey gang, we'd love to see you. So stop out with your donations and say hey. There are daily individual donor prizes plus some cool camp out swag too. And grab a free cup of morning coffee thanks to Duncan. Can't stay? Use the drive through drop off at the Planet Fitness Donation Zone. Or make a cash donation on site at the Acme Markets Tent or at the Register of your local Acme store. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger from 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Made possible by Comcast Spectacor and the Philadelphia Flyers. Whitehorse RV Center. Keen Compressed Gas. Xfinity from Comcast. Wisfist Bank and Newman University Videography. Disneyland. Happiest place on earth. Oh, it's magical. Just just so much wonder and amazing, uh, you know, childhood memories are born there. If you go as a kid and everything, it's... You know, you know what I love about it? What? So clean. So clean. So it's, you know, it's pristine, actually. Except for <laughs> on uh, the lines that you stand in uh, where people are dropping their pants and crap. 
this is ladies uh, and gentlemen yes. if you have to crap and you're waiting in line we encourage you to drop trow and let her in in the most magical place on earth uh, yes, apparently people are dropping trow and pooping where they stand while in line for rides. And this was initially thought of as uh, maybe a rumor, uh, but apparently it's a bit more real than uh, we may- would like to believe. Yeah, this this blows my mind. Yeah, twice in the last month, posters on the Disney World subreddit commented in fury and horror about the uh cursed things that they had seen while waiting in line. So here's an example. Somebody said, I am in the queue for Rise of the Resistance. Someone let their kid take a dump on the floor, and then they just walked out and left it. That's it. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, I mean, I would want to die if I I saw it. Well, I will say they they don't. Um, they listen. Disney World has a lot of things figured out, but on those rides that have long lines, they don't have anywhere for you to go to the bathroom. And when well, you're you can't just for- right, stay in line and crap. Yeah. I mean, Kate Case, the whole idea I thought of those devices where you can walk away and be alerted to the ride being available, mm-hmm. right? Why? Why are the Why are those lines so long that people are crapping in line? Yeah, you still have to get in a line. Yeah, I don't know uh, why they don't like the the um some of the water parks. Well, actually, that was crap the, in the water. No, no, that was the Universal Water Park. Oh. But but it, what they do is um yeah, so you you have a wristband, right? You scan it when you want to get in line for the ride, and then it, it'll say, okay, come back in twenty minutes or come back in thirty minutes, and then when you go back, you're still getting in line, but you're waiting five ten minutes, and then you're getting on the ride. Like, why don't they? If it works for you. Universal. Why don't they do that everywhere? I think when you, when you, <laughs> I don't. Press. You had a story. I don't know if you want to relay that story about when, like, sort of when you have to go, you have to go. Uh, <laughs> a friend of yours. You had to pull over. Yeah. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, and, and yeah. I mean, so I can understand that sort of scenario, but uh, this seems to be at least reading from this Reddit thread and from other people that this is a lot. As you said, it's a lot more common and more like a convenience rather than you hold my spot. I'm going to go look for a place to crap. I will relay that story in just a second. Okay, but uh, it was interesting. Did yeah. any of you guys see the footage? And I think it was during the Eagles game on uh, on Sunday. Uh, there's like security cam footage of somewhere in Packer Park. I, I don't saw know- it. Okay. Yeah, the two, uh, the three girls. <laughs> yes. What happened? They're, they, uh, they're, they're at a corner where there's a small uh, um, half wall. wall, like a half wall comes up maybe three feet tall, something like that. And uh, on the other side by the street, you wouldn't be able to see what they're doing. But on this other side where somebody was looking out their window, yeah. the two girls go over and they squat, they drop their trowel, and another gal I think is puking. I, I think so, but I didn't see anything come out of her Neither mouth. did I, yeah. but she bends over <laughs> and she's about, and two of them just drop trowel and they squat down and they're either taking a dump or, or peeing. They're oh probably peeing. Oh my God. Pretty sure they're peeing. But at some point, you just... You know, it's either that or you pee yourself. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. We're okay, we're watching the, right now. Looking at the video of it. And, uh, yeah, two girls yeah. doing their thing. And another one uh, is either uh, either that's making her ill or she was just drunk. Yeah. Oh, uh, no, she's puking. Up, she's yeah. puking. All right. Yeah. So anyhow, uh, yes, according to this, uh, the fecal sighting was uh, supported, this is one at at Disney, was supported almost in real time by a commenter who said that they worked at the attraction. They wrote, for skeptics, this actually happened. Fun fact, this was one of three crap-related incidents at Rise today. Today! And then they said, less fun fact, I was here for all three of them. 
And on that thread, a commenter bemoaned the behavior of park guests at the wildly popular attraction Flight of Passage. Uh, they wrote, bodily fluids no longer bother me after working at Disney. Let's just say that the attraction I work at has what the cast ended up dubbing the poop hole because of the amount of time guests have gone there, gone in there and pooped. And we even put up a camera and it didn't stop it. She said, another commenter wrote, good Lord, the poop hallway. Uh, from a former flight CM, this absolutely gives me war flashbacks. I dealt with it way too many. I dealt with way too many body, bodily fluids at that attraction. That's a mind blower. So are we getting are we getting the idea this is predominantly children or are there adults doing this as well? I don't know. They didn't indicate. I would I would guess it's probably going to be more kids yeah. than adults. <laughs> but my son, I mean, he didn't poop all over the place, but man, did he, he puked all over the place. I can get puke. I mean, honestly, I, I can take puking more because that's more a reflexive, you're going to throw up, you're going to throw up. Well, I mean, so is pooping. But yeah, well, you talk about face I know, Yes, I know. That I know. But, but the, the odds are more in favor of you vomiting uncontrollably and uh, rather than just yeah. taking a dump in line. <laughs> Dennis took Jace to a Sixers game. It was a couple of years ago and uh, Jace gets car sick really easy and it was one of those long trips. There was a lot of, um, you know, traffic. It took them forever to get down there and Jace didn't get sick, I guess, until they got to their seat. So he all of a sudden just threw up at the seats and oh. they, you know, he had to get him up. And I'm like, did you tell an usher? And he was like, no. I'm like, did you try to like wipe it up or anything? He was like, no. <laughs> I'm like, you just left Jace's throw up there. Like there's all these other people around. I'm like you should have at least told someone so they could come and clean it up. Right. And the rest of the people, he's like, I had to get him out of there. Like, yeah. Okay. No, no. yeah. Besides you had to take a dump. Uh, yeah. Hang on. <laughs> let me, let me go to uh, Melissa real quick. Melissa, Melissa, good morning. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Melissa? So, um, I frequent Disney, and one of the times that I was there, it, I will never forget this moment. There was a family that was in front of us, and, you know, like, you bring your snacks and stuff like that while you wait in line, but this particular family brought, like, a jar of peanut butter, and they were all sticking their fingers in the peanut butter, licking it off of their fingers, and then, you know, touching the rails, sticking their fingers back in the peanut butter jar, touching the rails. It was probably one of the most disgusting things I've ever seen. So, I think, though, that is still better than having someone take a full-blown dump in front of you. Yes, that's that's gross to see. I will will agree with that. I agree with that. But but what you're describing is is pretty damn disgusting as well, Melissa. You uh, you see a lot in line at at attractions. Most people are going to see other people taking a dump. Yeah, most people don't see that. You you have to pay extra. But listen, sometimes you kind of don't have much of a choice. So my, my buddy... Steve was a, just a trooper. We were coming back from the shore. We're You're the, giving his name and everything. Yeah, he, he doesn't care. We're on the Schuylkill Expressway. Uh, we, we're heading back to Harleysville. We get to the Conchhocken Curve, and all of a sudden I see him look really uncomfortable. <laughs> He's like, how far are we? And I'm like, we're about a half hour. So. You know that look. Uh-huh. And, and Kathy, of course, Traffic starts getting gummed yeah, up right of course, there. Of course. We're headed westbound, and um, he looks like serious oh, yeah. no. and, and Rochelle Rochelle goes do you have to pee and he goes something like that <laughs> and so she's like alright we'll uh, we'll pull off it at Conchi and and there's a uh, there's a McDonald's right yeah, there yeah. right yeah. on the exit yeah. bathroom ready to go we'll zip over there so 
And I never go to that McDonald's. So uh, we 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 uh, get on to 23. We make that right. And then we pull up and we pull in the first parking lot that you can get into. That actually doesn't pull right up next to the restaurant. It's a, like a lower parking lot yep, with some yep. stairs you have to go up and everything. So I'm like, oh, that poor son of a bitch. He gets out. He's like squeezing his butt cheeks together. Is he duck Starts walking up the steps, falls down the steps. Are you serious? Oh, then he makes it all the way up to the McDonald's. There's a sign on the door. It's closed. For maintenance, <laughs> we're like you're kidding me. Unbelievable. So he gets in, and you know there's a Wawa right around the corner, right there. One, one of the worst parking lots in the world for a Wawa, but it's right there at this you horrible they intersection. I, well, I said, listen, it's a smaller, older Wawa. I don't know if they have bathrooms. Let's go in there. He gets out. He goes in. He's in for about 30 seconds. He comes back out. And he's like, no nope. bathroom. Don't make <laughs> kidding me. Wow. Fortunately, next to that is a mobile gas station. So he walks over there. He goes in and he's in there for a moment. And by this time, we he just walked over. So then we pull yeah. out of the parking lot. We pull in that next parking lot. He comes walking out and he goes, their water is turned off. <laughs> And they can't let anybody use the bathroom. I'm like, well, there's a Marriott across the street. Let's that, go over there. You know, there are many rooms with bathrooms. So we may, we go over to the Marriott. He eventually was able to use the bathroom there. But, God dude, almighty. it took four places. And, and he is just, like, in pain. Yeah, yeah. The problem with that, with the subsequent failures, Preston, is that with each one of those, you feel like you're about to get relief. Yeah. So you allow your body to start thinking, yes! it's almost over. It's prepare- you're yeah. preparing. And I'm, yeah. I've made it to the McDonald's, everything's going to be okay. And then you have to re-clench, walk out and go to the Wawa where you're going to fail again, and then go to the mobile where you fail again. There's so that's, that's three times where like you have to re-clench your butthole. Yeah. Now, I've known a couple of different people who have gotten citations for peeing in uh, in public. Yeah. Um, you know, not necessarily standing in the middle of a park in the middle of the day, but like this is at night or whatever. Right. I wonder if... Public urination. But, like, cops, if you've ever let somebody go for defecating in public because you knew that... Hey, they didn't want to do this. You know, they were stuck in a situation where. Here's a question about public urination. Mm -hmm. Let's say that you have a choice. You have a choice to either whip it out and do what you got to do. Right. Or you got to wet your pants. Mm -hmm. If you were to just full on stand there and just pee in your pants. Right. And that liquid is going to run down and get on the on the sidewalk or wherever you're standing. That's an interesting question. Can you get in trouble for public urination if that is the case? If if you are peeing your pants in public as opposed to whipping it out and taking a leak in front of people. Because at some point as a human being, you can't hold it anymore. Right. You know, say you have some sort of incontinence issues or. or, Yeah. Yeah, But I think it's your your responsibility as an adult to not let it go. Get to the point where you have to pee your pants. But sometimes I hope you could go to a judge and plead your case. Judge, uh, you have a good reason why I pissed yourself, son. Yeah, yeah I've really had to go. All right. Well, let me go do some uh, some other calls here. We have uh, Kelly on the line. Hi, Kelly. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Hey, what's up, Kelly? Hey. So I used to work at Disney World. Okay. Um, I worked there for like five years, and definitely on flight of passage. I remember when that ride opened. I didn't work on that ride, um, but we got to you know, go on it, obviously, as many times as we want. And, yeah, like, the whole line would just smell like pee. But I had a, yeah, and I had a friend that worked there, and adults were peeing, too. Like, it wasn't just kids. Is it, was it just poorly managed in that there was, and why that ride in particular as some other rides that that people... 
when that ride opened, I remember the first day it was like a four hour wait. Yeah, ride. I wonder if it happened me. on like the Avatar ride because like when that first opened, that was like a minimum three hour wait. You yeah, know? no, that's the one I'm talking yeah. about. Oh, that's yeah, what it is. Oh, oh yeah. well, there yeah, you yeah. go. And, and the Navi piss out in the open. I'm right. Right. Come on, you know. Yeah, you know what? Yeah, though? inside that ride, it's really dark, and there's a lot of like I don't know if you've ever been on it, but it's like kind of like a dark cave area. Like there's like where you would piss. Yeah. So let me ask you why. Why do you think, uh, Kelly, that they don't have, knowing that, why didn't they make accommodations to uh, allow people the option of going somewhere, keeping their place in line, and, and being able to go pee if they have to? I don't know. Like, they should have bathrooms in there. They did start putting, like, um, things where you can, like, fill up your water bottles, but that's, you're making people now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's you're the, filling, you're going in the wrong direction. You're filling their bladder. Why don't they have them put yeah. their one hand in a bowl of warm water? Yeah. 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 That's a so, good point you, that, that Kelly makes. And also, Casey said it earlier, like, they, Disney does a lot of things right. Like, I remember, you know, going there and just everything was so easy. The stroller in and all, you know, in and out. Like, yeah. the, the, tra- yeah. the, uh, whatever the tram is that they have. But how could they not have bathrooms when you're expecting people to wait for four Four hours? Not only that, but like when, because I have been in line and I'm like, I got to go to the bathroom. And then you have to walk. Like, all right, you stay stay here and now you got to walk opposite everybody else just to go to the bathroom. I'm going to poop. Yeah. But um, like there's no, you know, there's no easy way out of line either. Right. Right. Actually, you know what? That that's not always entirely true. Sometimes there is a those little exits because sometimes people get a little scared before. Right. All right, Kelly. Thank you. We appreciate it. Yeah, no problem. I'll right, we'll see it, but it, it can be piss. <laughs> that that should be part and parcel with the planning. Yeah. Of the ride in advance of look, people are going to be in this line for a long. Like some of those some of those um, passageways that you stand in are they're lengthy. They are long. They know that you're going to be in there for a while. If the line gets here, they should. They should there should be something be for that. Yeah. So uh, um, when when uh, when St- uh, your friend Steve finally got his. Um, oh. He was good, right? Oh, he was happy. It was okay. He came skipping out of the Marriott. Because <laughs> if you have like a fave, uh, phase six, as we refer to it, where no force in the universe can stop you, you're going to go. Yeah. Uh, it, it, he must one, have been one, at a five. Yeah. But a five can be pretty damn bad. Because one and done is sometimes doesn't cut it. Uh, continuing in the story, two former Disneyland custodial team workers also have written about the topic in their book called Cleaning the Kingdom, Insider Tales of Keeping Walt's Dreams Spotless. <laughs> and in the chapter titled Disgusting Things, uh, former cast members uh, Ken Pellman and Lynn Barron revealed that there was even a name for such happenings. They called it Human Code H. Human Code H. A Code H, according to the authors, originally referred to horse crap. So a Code H meant a custodial worker needed to clean up after one of the horses pulling a Main Street vehicle did its business. Uh, the term was later modified <laughs> to human code age to oh reflect a bowel movement of the human variety. Their gnarliest story occurred at Indiana Jones Adventure in Disneyland. They said, and I read from the book, uh, there's a pair of individual use restrooms just backstage from the North Unload, and it was mainly for cast members, but guests could uh, and did use it. A woman who did not know this burst into the control room for the attraction and deposited her gift right there. It must have been challenging for the ride operator to stay at their post in there before it was all cleaned up. So she crapped in the control room. Poop. I hate poop. (laughs) Why did it have to be poop? Uh, I'm going to go to Jenna. Uh, Hi, Jenna. You are on the air. Good morning. Good morning, guys. How are you doing? Great. How are you? I am 
doing well. Um, so I work at the Loom down in Philadelphia. I'm a glass artist. And every single day that I go to work, we have uh, the phantom pooper who goes around and poops all around the building. Are you kidding? Outside the building? Outside the building, right on the sidewalk, and like it's a it's a one way street, so like everybody parks on the sidewalk, and I can't tell you the number of times that people have driven through it and dragged this poop up and down the uh, sidewalk. There's no way to live. Yeah, Jen, are there security cameras that catch this person? Oh, there's security cameras. They're um, they just don't they don't do anything to like clean it up either. They just leave it. Is it the unhoused that's doing that, or is it something else? Somebody else. I think it's so. There's a there's a very large homeless population right there because it's right near like Kensington and Allegheny. Yeah. Um, Is there any chance it's a high powered attorney? (laughs) 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 Um, So I just think it's. I think they have nowhere else to go, so they just poop right on the sidewalk. And it's funny because it's like in the corner, so they try to hide it, but Mm. it's like it doesn't happen that way. (sighs) At least they're trying. (laughs) Yeah. I don't know. You know, wipe with a brick. Yeah. I remember seeing a guy. It was a you know guy a, a, a worker like. A construction guy or yeah. whatever, you know, got out of his work truck, and I just see him pull up to this. It, it's it was like this. Uh, it, it was a driveway, but he pulled up next to this giant stone sign, and uh, and then I see him get out of the car, and I'm at the stoplight, and I see him get out of the car and walk behind the sign. I'm like, that's weird, you know. So then yeah. my light turns green, I turn left, and then I'm driving, and I just kind of glance as I'm driving past the sign to see what he's doing, and he is full on squatting, pooping, and I and I felt bad for the guy because I knew what are you doing. I knew that he had no choice. Do you know what I mean? Like, how did for, you know that? For, for well, for where we were, where yeah. it was, you know, and we've talked about phase six. This dude was in a phase six, you know, situation where you know there was um, nowhere public for him to go. <sighs> I wish there was something like some sort of thing. Like, remember in Logan's Run when you hit a certain age? I didn't see him. The little gem in your hand would turn a color, so that you had a public. You know, there was a. You could prove I'm phase six. Look at my. Look at the right. gem in my. Yeah, oh, yeah. I've, I've got a crap now. Yeah, and, and so that people will leave you alone. But that's yeah. what I'm saying. Like, if a cop pulled up on him, right? He, it's he, okay. He's he, phase six. Well, I mean, yeah. he had, he took himself out of the public eye. Yeah. You know, he went behind a giant like sign or whatever. Here's the question: When you do that, uh huh. To Kathy's point, <clears throat> like you know, the child throws up. Yeah. Do you? You actually? What you had a situation I where you went up. back? I had this, and that's the thing. I yeah. had the the situation where I had to, you know, unfortunately go somewhere where I didn't want to go. Yeah, right? and um, and then you know, I, I hightailed it out of there, but I, I I came back to clean it up. Right. I, I think the onus is on the crapper to do that at some yes. point. Would it make sense, uh, like they have around parks, to have uh, free bags? I think uh, so. You know, I, I think, think so. Is there is there some version? <laughs> Of a of a thing that you could that needs to be invented actually yeah, like a little pouch where you could sort of with a two straps yeah almost like you would put behind a horse yeah <laughs> do you know what I'm saying yeah. I know what you're saying I mean something that why why aren't there things like oh, that man. We were taking a uh, a walking tour in uh, Copenhagen, and we're walking through the town, and the guy's showing us all the sights, and all of a sudden he goes, oh, someone left a poo there. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it was just a pile, dude. Oh, my wow. God. I mean, it wasn't horse size, but yeah. it was bigger than a dog. You could clearly tell that that was a... Um, they had rich food. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh, let's see. We will go back to Disney. Let's go with uh, Chuck here. Hey, Chuck, good morning. 
Good morning. Uh, I have to say first, uh, from that last caller, I am surprised that there was poop on the ground there. Kensington and Allegheny. Yeah. Um, <laughs> it happens. Yeah, KNA is weird. Uh, yeah. But anyway, no, we, uh, so we were on the Mickey Mini Runaway Railway, which used to be the great movie ride. So you're walking through the Chinese theater. We're on the red carpet. My four-year-old, I, I just smell something awful. And I look down, and she's got this sad look on her oh. face. It is running down her leg. There's a pile on the floor. And they had to put, it's like where they, they you're like cattle. They, they, they yeah. you know, it's single file into this theater area. And that's right where she went. And they had to, like, shut it down. It was like oh, Monsters, no. Inc. They sent out the hazmat crew. 2319. And there's, like, guys in white suits. Really? All right. Oh, so God, so yeah. you 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 alerted the, uh, the workers what happened. I had to. Very good. Yeah, it was in the walkway. Like it would have been everywhere if we didn't like. But they, but Chuck, there, there are people that are not yeah. telling. They're, yeah. they're they're just letting it happen and letting no, it stay no, no. there. So we, you did the right thing. <laughs> we, you know? we like stood around it so people didn't like take it with them. And good call. Like they sent out this hazmat crew. It was it was actually they're pretty good. They're fast and they got it all cleaned up. I think you'd have to, but. Chuck, in your in your case, I probably would have pointed to the family behind them and said, "This woman's daughter, yeah, <laughs> just we'll, crapped herself." Yeah, uh, yeah. we'll 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 stay yeah, here, yeah, make yeah. sure everybody's safe. Yeah, we want to make sure, but sure, sure, sure that you know who did this, ma'am. How dare you? Yeah. Oh, Chuck, so my um, my Thank buddy, you, uh, he's a police officer in uh, Pennsylvania, right. and he and his, which is uh, one of the states. He and his fellow officers, they had some training exercise that they had to in New Jersey, and uh, so they're on their way back into Pennsylvania and. Of the van in like a police van, and they get stuck in all this traffic on the Walt Whitman Bridge, and so uh, God damn you, Walt Whitman! Um, and there was no 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 choice but to take a dump in a cooler in the back of the van while everybody else was also in the van. Wow. They, Dude, that is going to generate a stink. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. It's amazing how base we... Uh, but you're forced to sometimes. I mean, there, there's sometimes you have to revert to a complete animalistic scenario. Yep. Like crapping in a cooler in the back of a police van. <laughs> uh, Nick, imagine uh, being in that van with uh, whoever we experienced in the bathroom yesterday. Oh, my God. Oh, man. What happened? No, Casey. Casey, be grateful. <laughs> Preston and I... this right take the shoes <laughs> Uh, like, here's the thing. My eyes were hurting afterwards. Preston and I went to go pee-pees mm-hmm. uh, before, after our show, before the meeting, Steve. Oh, wow. And the meeting was across the hall in a different place than it normally is. So Preston and I go in there, and I <laughs> I looked at him, and he looked at me, and then we left without saying a word. You uh-huh. didn't go to the bathroom? Well, no, no, no. We peed uh, and then left. But save yourself. As soon as we got outside of the bathroom door, President and I couldn't stop laughing, <laughs> but also n- nearly vomiting because of the the smell was so intense uh-huh. and repulsive. And Casey, I have I I wanted to get out of there uh-huh. before seeing who came out of the stall because I never wanted to encounter that yeah, person yeah, yeah. again. I wanted to be. Like, I want to live. I don't yeah, want to yeah. know who this guy is. Yeah, yeah I don't no. want. I don't want to ever blame him for that stink that he created. It's probably Antes, but it was probably. <laughs> I didn't hear white white flush. Yeah. <laughs> Steve Vassilotti walked out of there the other day and he just had like a disgusted look on his face and he's like, it's so bad in there. It's yeah. just so bad. I will tell you this, and this is a, this sort of a warning to everyone. If you think, be, you're used to your own stink. So yes. be aware that even if you think nothing's happening, 
Courtesy flushes. Oh, yeah. please. Courtesy yeah. flushes. I mean, I, I enjoy my own sense, right. to yeah. be honest. But uh, that's the, at home. Happiness is the smell of your own gas. And the privacy of your own water closet. Exactly, yeah. yes. Yeah, I was at the Eagles game on uh, Sunday night, and I guess these three guys had to go so bad because they were all in a stall together uh, <laughs> during uh, the game. And three guys came out of the stall. I'm like, wow, you guys really had to go... Do some cocaine. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, how are the bathrooms at the link? Um, not for bad. Cocaine? Perfect. Yeah, like for if, cocaine? If you're looking to do some blow. Yeah. Uh, well, they were in the uh, the handicap stall, so it was actually uh, okay. extra roomy in there. But uh, yeah. I, um, it, they're fine. They're fine. No, I mean, it's I, not handicapped. It's cocaine capable. Cocaine capable. <laughs> but uh, I also try and go at off times, right? I don't go in between. Yeah. All right. Uh, when the glory holes like open. Quarters and stuff like Half that. Half time. Yeah. Okay. Right, I want to go back to some calls here. I have John, who's got a story to share. Hey, John, good morning. Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, what's up, buddy? Hey, yeah, well, I'm in the plumbing field and uh, do a lot of like, service work, so you can imagine we don't always have a place to go. So our magic trick is the old bucket in the back of the truck with oh, a trash God. bag. My wow. God. So is the, see, the trash, Even I'll tell you what, John, even that option at a place where there's something similar, where there are these long lines, you know, I, I mean... But to me, anything would be better than just crapping on the floor. When you do that, obviously, you bag it up and then you take it home for the kids to play with. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. John, uh, was it uh, was it difficult the first couple of times you had to do that and now it's no problem? Oh, it's still difficult today. No kidding. <laughs> I, I think there's just something in the in the core of who you are as a human being that just realizes it's wrong. But you have to do it. You have to go. Yeah. Wow. Okay. And imagine doing it on top of tools and you know, everything in the back of your truck. Your a lot of obstacles. John, the is, ironic is, part is yes, you're a you're, you're a plumber. <laughs> it's like a toilet installation guy. Yes. Hey, John, what are your thoughts on flushable wipes? <laughs> uh, I, I have a pack in my truck. <laughs> okay. Oh wow. oh, wow. I thought plumbers hated them. No, because he's crapping into a bag. It doesn't oh, matter. True. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You don't have yeah, to flush. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend putting them in your toilet. Though, no. yeah, yeah. If you're going to use those, crap into a garbage bag. Good call. I actually stopped. I keep putting... using them for my sake. I, <laughs> sure. I, yeah. Right. It's fine. Work for him. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Thanks, John. Appreciate it, man. All right. Uh, Lou has been on hold for like 20 minutes. I'm All right. Go to Lou. Hey, Lou. Good morning. I don't even know who the hell you are. <laughs> I don't even know who the hell you are. Good morning, Lou. What's up, buddy? Hey, listen, I, my story is kind of not like waiting in line type deal, but kind of being like absolutely S-faced okay. and waiting around to have no choice but to do it. All right. Um, it was a friend of a friend, and I'd seen the ring camera footage, and basically it was a you know younger girl was obviously completely S-faced. She must have mistaken her this as like her condo or Airbnb down in Wildwood, but it turned out to be my friend's friend. So we're looking, and basically he's got a huge back deck, and, you know, it's real nice. There's swing sets, furniture, the whole nine. She just strolls up. She's looking around. She's just obviously, like, stumbling everywhere, starts sitting on the couch, starts swinging on the swing. And as she's doing that, she leans over and just starts throwing up everywhere. Oh, no. While she's swinging? Yeah, so I guess, you know, she she was obviously woozy. So she was, you know, right on the verge, I guess. Yeah, she got motion sickness from the swing. Yeah, Yeah. I think the swing just did her in. So she starts throwing up. She gets out of the swing, slips into some of it. Then she's trying to go toward the back door. Now, she tries to open the door a couple times. She obviously can't get in. She don't know what's going on. So then she sits down on these steps that are, like, below the, um, the door. 
And then, like, you know, a minute or two passes by, and then you just see her drop trail, and she goes, and oh it's right all over the steps. Oh, are you, oh are you kidding? So, so she went for yeah, the twofer. No, she, no, I, I, no, this is a true story. It's probably one of the funniest things I've ever seen on a ring camera ever. Yeah. But, um, so so you know, she threw up, and she peed, or did she poop? Oh, she pooped and peed and threw up. She did the whole shebang. She did the turkey. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Jeez. So, um, so anyways, to make a long, long story longer story short, she, she walks away from the deck. Obviously, she's not cleaned off or anything. Finds my buddy, my friend's buddy's car that's unlocked in his driveway oh, and man. ends up falling asleep in the back seat. Now he's got to get the inside of his car clean of course. as well as hose off and clean out the entire deck of human feces and vomit. Oh, and it wasn't even anyone he knew. It was some random person. Whoa, whoa, <laughs> those wildwood days. Oh, my wow, wow, wow. God. Jesus. That is just. It's everything. <laughs> hey, uh, Lou, did, oh she, did she return so she could also have her period on the deck? <laughs> I know. Seriously. God, that was the only thing that was missing. Yeah. You know? I mean, might as well do it all. Uh, was she there in the morning? Uh, did he? Did he encounter her? From what I remember, I believe the cops were called, unfortunately. Okay. Um, you are not a little Albright. You know, the whole nine. I don't think she got in trouble, probably like maybe like a citation or something like that. I'm actually on my way into work right now, so I'll ask my buddy now, and maybe I'll email one. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right, I'd like to know. All right, thank you for hanging on, Lou. Does that Love qualify as just a... Love you, buddy. Thanks, man. Does that qualify... That's a, is that a misdemeanor? It's a misdemeanor, right? Obviously. But I mean, that's a lot of damage. What pooping on somebody's pooping? Yeah, peeing, there's some kind throwing of throwing up, broken mm-hmm. air, going yeah. into someone's car. Yeah, definitely, that's a breaking into the car. So although it was open, I'm not. Hi, Kate is on the line. She's been on hold for a long time. We got to take a break here in just a second. But hi, Kate. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. What's up, Kate? Okay, so I was like five or six years old. I am 40 now, and my aunt and uncle had taken us to Typhoon Lagoon, and we're in the wave pool, and I tell my uncle, because my aunt had to go back to the room, that I had to use the bathroom. Uh, He had three boys, so he was not comfortable taking me to the bathroom, but I told him many, many times that I had to go. I couldn't hold it, and lo and behold, I pooped in the wave pool at Typhoon Lagoon in Disney. You pooped in the wave pool at Disney? <laughs> oh no! It was horrible, and uh, I remember my aunt coming back, and he was panicked. He didn't know what to do, and I'm sitting there with a pile of poo in my bathing suit. It was Aww. horrible. All right, so did they alert the lifeguards? Did they shut the pool down and everything? I honestly, I I don't even remember. You blocked I, it out. I think I did. So, the, uh, let me tell you something, Kate. The wave pool. So, okay, we're all familiar with the Caddyshack scene and all that stuff. But when you have a wave pool, yeah, that's a whole other era. Yeah, ball that's, game. Uh, that's uh, that's shaking and stirred. <laughs> shake and bake. Wow. Wow. All right, Kate. Thank you for sharing. We appreciate it. All right, we need to go to one more call. I was wrong uh, because our buddy Robert, who is an artist at Disney, oh. uh, is calling in. Robert, morning, bud. Hey. Good morning, guys. Hey, good morning to see <laughs> you. How things? So, um, things are great. I'm just chilling at the uh, good old Disney World. But I um, wanted all. to say that, um, actually, yeah, the pooping in Avatar got really bad. They actually put in a bathroom. Oh, there okay. you go. So, it, 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 they finally wised up and did that. Yeah. How, long, uh, how long ago did they do that? 
Um, shortly after the attraction opened, so okay. it was pretty um, quick. But the problem also is, is it's not just people pooping. It's also parents that let their kids, you know, go in cups and leave it. Oh, and, or dirty diapers that yeah. are just left in the queue. See that that to me that th- th- to me the the thing I would always associate with Disney or, or you know, and I've never been to Disney World, but but you know, theme parks like that when they're clean and spotless, that that's the endorsement. That's what you want. You want that cleanly experience. I'm surprised that. I mean, are they looking for ways to mitigate that, or are there? Well, they can only do what they can do. But the good thing is, is the peace of mind that you guys should have is every night the place is high pressure washed and cleaned. All right. Thoroughly. All right. Wow, wow man. You, yeah, when you walk in and you see, you notice everything's always wet in the theme park, right? When you get there early in the morning. Yeah, they've cleaned it's it. Just deep cleaned. What's okay. the worst thing you've ever seen personally? Um, a uh, parent changing their child's diaper on the condiment station. Oh, on the condiment station! Oh, I really God. wish Steve hadn't asked you that. Oh. <laughs> that was Try some of that chocolate spread oh, over there. Mustard! <laughs> oh my Brown God. mustard! That's Holy insane. F! Robert, thank thank you, and and no thank you. We appreciate it. Never call in again. We'll talk to you, man. Take care. Bye-bye. Wow. Dude, it's just, you know, the leaving behind the cups of pee and the diapers and stuff like that, it's just some people have this mentality. It's like throwing a cigarette butt out of a, out of a, yeah. of a car. Yeah. It's just like uh, uh, it's gone now. Yeah. I don't have to deal with that anymore. And it's the same type of mentality, only more disgusting and worse. We know that it's I'm just like, it's uh, okay, that's not my problem anymore. Yep. It's a horrific you know I mean? situation, but if you can at least apprise someone of it or look for some way to dispose of it. Yeah, it's going to be a slight inconvenience, yeah. but sorry, it's uh, out of uh, um, concern and, and uh, consideration yes. for everyone else. Hey, free apple juice. <laughs> <laughs> I love the avatar, right? Look at this. Uh, free, apple free apple juice. juice. And brownies. Wow. <laughs> All right. Uh, thank you for your calls. We appreciate it. But yeah. be aware if you're going to stand in line at Disney for a while. I would like to completely switch gears at yeah. this very moment because we are taking a break. And I want to give away a $50 gift card from Mr. Sticky. Yeah. Yeah. Real sticky, icky, icky. Oh, wait. Yeah. In Pottstown. They're on Heritage Drive. And you go to MrStickyBuns.com. And I'll take caller number 15 at 215-263-WMMR. Mr. Sticky's award-winning sticky and cinnamon buns in Pottstown offer uh, just off of Heritage Drive. You can find them at MrStickyBuns.com. Mr. Sticky's warning, extremely addictive, they say. Oh, I know. Are they here yet? Uh, yes. Yeah, and they oh have the, uh, God. The, the Stick Witch breakfast sandwiches, too. So oh. I know, I know. Kiss that diet goodbye, brother. <laughs> We're going to take a break. Be right back with the beat pile. Stay with us. See what you've been hearing with WMMR.com's video on demand. Watch highlights from Preston and Steve shenanigans, station events, and take a peek behind the scenes at the station. You'll marvel at how anything gets done around here. WMMR.com. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash for 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopingAndWinGame.com. 
Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Final. Brought to you this morning by Lehigh Valley Restaurant Group, Red Robin. They've got holiday gifts all wrapped. And you can give the gift of yum with a $25 Red Robin holiday gift card. And you get a $5 bonus buck reward for you now through December 31st. Red Robin, yum. yum. All right, so Free Willy has targeted humans on the high seas yet again. This time a pod of killer whales <clears throat> nearly lived up to their name after brutally sinking a Polish yacht off the coast of Morocco. This is a behavior that is not the norm for killer whales. Uh, the incident occurred after a group of orcas attacked the yacht named the Graze Mama 2. Graze Maron. While Grazie it Maron. passed through the Strait of Gibraltar. The Maron, marine. Grazie. Oh yeah, that's right. <laughs> the marine mammals, which can grow over 30 feet long and weigh over 30,000 pounds, have reportedly hit the steering fin for 45 minutes, it says, causing major damage and leakage. This isn't the first time, though. They're, no. they're, they're doing this now. You are correct. Despite attempts to save the vessel it sunk near the entrance to the port of Tanger Med. Thankfully, the crew wasn't harmed in the attack and is currently enjoying a sojourn in Spain. Uh, the incident, as Kathy said, marks the latest in an ongoing trend of the Shamu scuttling ships off the coast of Morocco and Spain. It's unclear why the species, which feeds on fish, seals, and other whales, has been targeting humans. Our scientists speculate that these could be copycat revenge attacks sparked by an incident where an orca matriarch was rammed by a boat. Most frightening is behavior seems to be passed on generationally, perhaps indicating that, like humans, the species possesses a propensity for vengeance. Although some scientists postulate that the orca's behavior is more playful, akin to when killer whales in the Pacific Northwest are observed wearing salmon on their heads like a fedora. Yeah. They they might just be playing around. They do a lot with whoopee cushions as well. Uh, Listen to this story out of England. Two former bosses of a trampoline park where 11 people broke their backs, including three in a single day, are facing jail time. The three people fractured Probably their Probably because it's not safe, right? Fractured their spines while jumping off a 13-foot-high tower into a foam-filled pit at Flip-Out Chester. And it all happened on the same day in 2017. <clears throat> Injuries in the park happened so frequently that NHS chiefs demanded a meeting with park bosses to discuss safety fears. The local hospital warned that specialist surgeons were facing unnecessary pressure due to people being hurt on a daily basis wow. from there. Wow. <clears throat> David Shuttleworth and Matthew Mel- admitted an offense of failing to prevent exposure to risk under the Health and Safety Act. The charges are said to relate to an, an investigation into 270 incidents over a seven-week period in December 2016 to February 2017. would you rethink your business model after the first week? 
The investigation found the business had a total disregard for safety regulations. Visitors left traumatized after suffering life-changing injuries at the park. Liza Jones was one of the three people who broke their back on the same day while plunging from the 13-foot tower jump. Described at the time by Shuttleworth as the largest of its kind in the world. Recalling her ordeal, she said it was really scary. It was the most pain I've ever suffered in my life. Doc- doctor said that I had an unstable fracture and one of my vertebrae had burst, which Jeez. meant I had fragments of bone sticking out that could have paralyzed me. Uh, Liza has welcomed the prosecution, adding, I'm glad they are going to face court action because I could have been left paralyzed. Another victim of the tower jump, Lucy Jones, told how she screamed in agony after leaping off the tower. Lucy recalled how a post-Christmas girl's night out turned into a nightmare. She said, I landed in a seating position, as we had been told to do, but when I landed, I felt the worst pain I've ever been through in my whole life. For a while, I couldn't breathe or anything. She feared she would never walk again and needed a five-hour operation to insert metal rods into her back after the incident. And a third victim, Sari Jones, described hearing a crunch when her vertebrae exploded on impact as she jumped off the tower, leaving her in agony. So they're jumping onto trampolines from 13 feet up, right? No, this is a foam pit. A yeah. foam pit. Yeah. Meanwhile, Michelle Conway, this this somebody who was on a trampoline. She was left needing stitches after her top lip was ripped away from her nose in the free running zone in the same park. The injury happened when she tried jumping off a wall onto a trampoline, which was meant to bounce her to another wall. Instead, unfortunately, she said it propelled me straight into the opposite wall, splitting the base of my nose away from my upper lip. Now, that all seems terrible, but there's face painting. She said there is a waiver to sign before you go jumping, which stays that there's a risk of death, and she said, I wonder how many people actually read this. Uh, there's uh, there's several stories. There I was, can't believe it. It goes on and on in this story. So Why didn't, I mean, why didn't they stop it sooner? Uh, Shuttleworth resigned for the, from the company in 2018. Mellon quit in 2020. The Who goes into, was, a, like, a trampoline place that has a temporary morgue, Preston? Uh, was dissolved last year, and Flip Out Chester is now operated by a different franchisee. So, uh, yeah. I've they, never heard anything like that. They had some trouble there. All right, uh, this was an interesting video. A Texas Southern University tuba player knocked out an obnoxious heckler during a football game Saturday before carrying on playing his instrument. Did you see this footage? I did. It's great. Video taken from the stands during Saturday's game between Texas Southern and Jackson State shows the college band's tuba player bouncing along to the music while a fan started screaming at him. A Jackson State fan can be seen in the footage aggressively yelling at the tuba player who's attempting to continue to play. Seeming to have had enough of the outburst, the Texas Southern tuba player says something to the man before swiftly punching him four times in the face. Right. Uh, the band member then returns to his instrument as if the altercation never happened. In one recording of the incident, the band member can be heard telling the aggressive fan to, quote, F off, bitch. <laughs> it's unclear whether the heckler, who stumbled back several feet in the stands, sustained any injuries from the scuffle. It's also unclear whether police responded to the incident or if any action was taken against the band member. Uh, Texas Southern University ended up losing to Jackson State 21-19, by the way. And we'll do one more story, and we will wrap it up. Let's end uh, with this one. An anthropologist made a surprising discovery in a Florida thrift shop's Halloween section on Monday. Uh, the North Fort Myer shopper sported a skull and recognized that it was a real human skull. Real human skull. Responding detectives also determined that it belonged to a human. The store owner said the skull had been in the storage unit that was purchased years ago. Uh-huh. Sheriff's office is working with the local uh, medical examiner to run further tests on the skull. Officials do not believe the case is suspicious in nature. That was my skull! (laughs)
Under Florida law, no person shall knowingly offer to purchase or sell any human organ or tissue uh, for valuable consideration. Eyes, corneas, kidneys, livers, hearts, lungs, pancreases, bones, and skin are well, what, subject to the rule. Well, what's left? Well, uh, it's not even worth grave robbing anymore. Uh, officials have not said whether anyone will face charges in connection with the discovery of the skull at the thrift shop, by the way. We're looking at a picture of the skull. That That is inaccurate. That's a human skull. Yep, oh. and that is the last story I have in the bizarre file for you this morning. Uh, I mentioned I've been trying to clear out my shard out, so right. let me get to one here uh, real quick. Yeah, let's go to this one. This is from John Cherico. says, good morning to see you. Uh, <laughs> Diane and I are celebrating the beginning of 16 years together. Uh-huh. And is it possible to get a big, long, juicy shard out after you do the bizarre file? Thank you very much. And by the way, I got this on July 20th. All right. Okay, there you go. Oh pretty good, pretty good. Johnny C. in <laughs> Palmyra, New Jersey. Some of them get lost in the shuffle. Like this one? Like this one. Like this one. <laughs> and I apologize, but I hope you guys had a great anniversary. What so. was that? In July, right? It was in July. Yeah. July 20th. Right. We sent it at 5.33 p.m. So thank you and congratulations. Tell uh, tell John and, and Diane uh, happy anniversary. They've probably, they've probably been split up for about a month. They probably yeah. have been. All right, and there you go. That's what I have. Uh, for you. Oh, I already said I already have. Oh, All right, uh, but what I have is something else. Mr. Stickies. Yeah. They have arrived. real sticky, icky, icky. How was the sandwich? Uh, it was fantastic. They have the Sticky Witch breakfast sandwiches. Even though the name says Sticky Witch, like the bun isn't sticky. Like your oh. fingers aren't going to get. See, like when I initially heard that, I'm like, that sounds really good, but that sounds really messy. No. But it's not that way. The sticky buns are that way. Uh, and, they're... and you can use knife and fork for those. But the sandwich uh, is made with like a cinnamon. Uh, it's like their cinnamon roll, but they make it differently so you don't get all sticky. It's the best of all possible worlds. And mine had sausage and, uh, and egg and cheese on it. It's fantastic. So, I have a $50 gift card for Mr. Sticky's in Pottstown, PA, by the way. And we'll take caller number 20 at 215-263-WMMR. Uh, by the way, they're now taking Thanksgiving pre-orders. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you can order in-store online at MrStickiesBuns.com. Uh, and Mr. Stickies, warning, extremely addictive. <laughs> yeah, so, but remember, it's Mr. Stickies, uh, plural, MrStickiesBuns.com. All right, we're going to take a break. Be back in a second. Hang out for a second. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger. Supporting Phil Abundance. Starting Monday at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. All week, live from the Beanbow Bakery's USA broadcast tent. Hey, gang, we'd love to see you. So stop out with your donations and say, hey, there are daily individual donor prizes plus some cool camp-out tag, too. And grab a free cup of morning coffee thanks to Duncan. Easy drop-off is available all week at the camp-out site. Powered by NRG. Or make a cash donation on-site at the Acme Markets tent. Or at the Register of your local Acme store. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger from 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. Made possible by Event Quip, Atlantis Architects, Mayfair Fence, Cash Cow Vending, Heart Fueling Services, and Philly Pretzel Factory. It's a very interesting uh, social media post uh, by <coughs> David D. Timothy, Ph.D., who goes by uh, Dr. Tim- Timony. I'm sorry, I said Timothy. Dr. Tim- Timony. Timony. Um, and he's referring to Casey and says, has nobody noticed 
that since he saw his back muff in the shadow, we've had six more days of summer. Ah, ah it's true. <laughs> the new groundhog. So Casey yeah. saw his, his back muff. His back muff. I shaved it, by the way. You Did shaved you? it? Yeah. Let's see. Yeah. Let me see. I'll show you. Now, more than cause the, the old wives' uh, tail is that it'll grow back thicker now. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, but I'm just getting ready for the uh, laser stuff that's going to happen. Eventually. Oh, that's right. Yes. Um, yeah. So it's it's. Uh, oh, yeah. I, yeah, I shaved it. I, you know. Yeah, and it's got the little bumps Ooh, from where you shaved it a little bit. Yeah. How did you shave? You did it? Yeah. With just, clippers or? Yeah, with clippers. Okay. Yeah. Um, oh, you I didn't just, use a razor? No, okay. no, 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 no. I just have You don't a, have an ass razor? Not, yeah. It's his not back. an ass razor. Technically, it's his back. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, so when I'm looking at the, the videos in the picture, is it's not as bad as seeing it in real life. Agreed. Yes, yeah. it, it didn't do justice. Mm-hmm. We should have altered those photos a little bit and changed yeah. the... Uh, Put in yeah. a, uh, yeah. some tropical birds. Well, we could have darkened it a little bit, and I think yeah. you would have seen more of the Casey's right. back, back muff. Yeah. Uh, his fuzzball. His little... uh-huh. You would think it was Rasputin walking away. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. So anyhow, but maybe it's good luck. I don't know uh, with the uh, with the well, weather that you saw the muff shadow. The you can be doing lottery commercials. The Eagles and Sixers are undefeated. Yes, yeah, yeah. true. How about all that? <laughs> all right. Uh, Kathy wanted me to talk about this story. Um, when you think about sex positions, yes, uh, there are tried and true ones like missionary and cowgirl that come to mind. Of course, Kathy. I know. Cool. So we've done superheroes, we've yeah. done poop, and now we're doing. Yeah, we're doing yeah, sex. Yes, yes. exactly. Morning. We're trying to really get shopping. that lifetime crowd. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, there is a lesser known position that is capturing America's interest these days. And Can I guess? Yeah. Bold up and crying. No. Oh. Uh, according to Google Trends data analyzed by Bed Bible, which is a sex toy review platform, <laughs> the most searched sex position in 14 states, including Louisiana, Minnesota, Kentucky, Nevada, Utah, and West Virginia, among others, is a position called the pretzel. The pretzel? Yes. Wetzels? No. Oh. Philly pretzel. Philly pretzel. Uh, No. The pretzel. You guys ever heard of the pretzel? Not at all. I'm pretty sure you've seen the pretzel. I don't know if you've tried it or not. Uh, It's not as crazy as the name might imply. Because I would think you'd be all twisted up, unless you're doing a classic Philly pretzel. Which would be a little bit more linear. Oh, okay. the Philly pretzel is almost like an eight. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Almost it like is. a figure eight. So, okay, I see what we're doing here. Well, here I'm going to explain it. Yeah, I, I would no take the. Okay, never mind. Take it down. I was going to describe it and see if you guys. Well, could yeah, figure I wanna, it out. It uh, well, for the radio audience. Um, so it's when a uh, the person on the bottom lies on their side, while the person on top kneels down, straddling their partner's bottom leg and holding up the top leg while doing their business. It seems to be fairly flexible if you're the one who's having to move your legs that wide akimbo, right? Uh, if you're on the bottom? Yeah. <clears throat> you you guys no no hip injuries. You guys do this one? I do it by myself. Um, I don't, I think maybe at one point in my uh, I don't know sex my, career. I don't know yeah, when you're working as a sex worker. I, I'm not uh, crazy adventurous with uh, with positions. That's not crazy though. Uh, it's, um, I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about this. <laughs> you talk um, about your back muff and you won't talk about your... So a friend of mine said that, um, it's actually comfortable. Um, oh. And... So much so you could fall asleep? It, yeah, well, yeah. afterwards, yeah. Uh, after, uh, 
You shoot? Everything finishes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I didn't you, want to get scientific like that. After you shoot. Um, but uh, it's it's comfortable. It's not like it's not physically taxing. And actually, uh, they said that it feels great. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, there are there are some experts that, experts that would uh, concur with that. Uh, it says here it's a great position to experiment with you if you enjoy missionary but are looking for. A to change things up a bit. You don't like the religious aspect. It says, for one, the pretzel can be a great option if you're looking to enhance intimacy because it allows you to make eye contact. Ah. Uh, and also, there's a there's a deepness uh, factor as well. I'm as far to, as, uh, um, okay, I got it. Uh, being getting deeper. Right. Uh, <laughs> so, depth. loving each other on, on a... Very, deep, very on, good. On deep a level. deep level, yes. Much, like, some might say balls deep. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I love you on a deep level. Balls deep. The top can lift their partner's leg at any which way to really get in there, according to... To really get Zach, down in there. <laughs> Zachary Zane, who wrote this for Men's Health Magazine. Ah, yes. Reputable. Zachary Zane. Periodical. His brother Zubba. Zubba Zane's brother, Zachary. Uh, plus, the position allows both partners to have at least one hand free. Right, for typing. I mean, high-fiving. Which means <laughs> yeah. that you can add on for your pretzel. Uh, sexy touch <laughs> to your own or your partner's body. Um, if you were to concoct, no pun intended, a pretzel position that mimicked a classic German pretzel, how would you achieve that? Uh, you'd need a couple people. I think you you'd would. Need, like right? two people. Yeah, and something right. like that. I would think. Yeah, <laughs> which is great. Should we try it. Uh, yeah. If they <laughs> camp out, I wish they would have told Connor not to sh- put a picture up here because it was harder to wrap your mind around it by the description. And I was going to actually show you. Oh, oh yeah, I was. I was going <laughs> to pick. I was going to pick a volunteer from the audience. Let me ask you something. <laughs> Like it's, it's in a way, it's akin to scissoring, right? Yeah, uh, something like that. Yeah, yeah. to yeah. scissoring. So Only to, with to put a, an image with a with a male female. Yeah, uh, instead of uh, two females, female, yes. to a female. So it's it, a good way. It's to put very it. fit. Yes, yeah, very much like safety scissoring. scissors. Yeah. By the way, I've heard that's a total myth. Yes. Scissors? scissoring. Yeah, for lesbians. Oh, yeah, yeah. But you've heard uh, another. It's a porn trope, but it's not really used in um, very often. However, in sexual I heard encounters with, with women. Your own mouth, though, that there's another. A spinoff of that that does work. Tribbing? Tribbing. Yeah. Yes. This is where you pretend you're Joey Tribbiani? Yep. Yeah, that's the one. Uh, What is tribbing? It's not my first time. (laughs) Uh, I can't. There's no way I can describe it here. Are you... Okay. Are you... There's no way I can describe it here. Are you familiar with uh, what is referred to as dubbing? No. All right. Okay. We're looking at... Is there any way you can describe that? Probably not. (laughs) Uh, when two women, in, okay, and, 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 yeah, I'm not. Well, that would that's be the that's same scissoring. Thing. That's yeah, scissoring. no, um, it's not. They don't have their legs in this position. Uh, Connor, pull up a uh, <laughs> find a video. Find a video, if yeah. you would please. This is. Do not I have everyone's okay. consent? This is not okay. D- dubbing. I don't know. D- somebody told me about it, and I like. Wow, never heard of it. Maybe so, it's similar right. to tripping. I don't know. So, um, oh. okay, don't, I don't can't even try. Yeah, don't even try. Yeah. All right. So, by the way, the, the pretzel. Going back to that. 
Uh, the pretzel may not be the best choice if the person on top has back pain, as they bear most of the work, apparently. Uh, if the person on the bottom has hip pain, they may find it uncomfortable to lie on their side or to have their leg up in this particular way. Lowering the top leg can relieve some of that discomfort. So there are some pain issues that can happen within right. the pretzel. Consequently, this position might be more enjoyable after warming up with a few other positions, a few other positions, while the body is more aroused, they've said. All right, I'm writing the description of doving here. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry for my handwriting. Can you read that? Uh, okay. Uh, let me take a peek. Oh, Casey, I did calligraphy. Do you, do you understand what that is? Yeah. Mm. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't know that was called dubbing. That's called dubbing. It's oh. co- it, uh, a woman uses her booby at some point on, right. an, on another woman uh, in a not booby area. <laughs> We're getting so so technical. <laughs> Doctor Mike's going to call in. Yeah, <laughs> it's not. No, <laughs> what you got to do? Uh-huh. All right. Anyway, I was not aware that people were so curious about this, uh, so much so that all of these states have all the this Google the, alerts on the pretzel. And this is according to uh, to Bed Bible? Bed Bible, a sex toy review platform, but it, but it was according to Google Trends Day. Okay, and and again, uh, so this is very popular, what? or at least the, the search curious. Yeah. curious. People are curious about it. They all want, right. They want to know. To me, to me, it seems like something you might actually just buy... Jumping around, happen on anyway, you know? Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, just kind of flopping around. You it's might like, end up in that. Like position. you show up to Golden Corral. Oh, I tried the piece. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like uh, okay. Yeah. There are there. Are, you know, it's funny because positions. Uh, it, it's uh, in in the earlier days of exploration. Uh, they seem uh, well. Pardon the term, titillating. They yeah. seem you know. Wow. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. In all these different ways. Oh, my God. And then when it boils down to it, it's more like it's more fun doing the kind of standard. Ones. Now, I'm speaking from a personal right. uh, point of view, of course. Um, but I remember in my earlier the days oldies of, but goodies. of just the yeah. ideas of trying these different things in Kama Sutra. Right. Yeah, I'm going to be upside down on the wall. And right. you're going to come in with a football helmet on. And then you find out it's too much work. Right. I mean, I personally honestly, you would, and the, when the thought was to go for incredibly long periods of time, yeah. Uh, after a while, it's like, yeah, uh, you don't need to go Jeopardy's for Jeopardy's on. Yeah. Tom Segura has a bit where Jeopardy's you know, on. Just coming up when you're inexperienced and or you don't have any experience uh, when he was growing up. Who is this? Tom Segura, oh. um, comedian, and yeah. uh, he was obsessed with a with a certain sexual number. Okay, okay, uh, okay. yes, and uh, the number is the other number upside down. Yes, yes. And when he eventually finally got to do it for the first time, like it was one of those things where I mean, he wrote it in his notebook. Yeah, and, yeah. You know, it was just he couldn't get it out of time, and then he tried it, and he hated it. <laughs> he hated every single bit of it. I don't think he's ever done it since. Yeah. It is. Um, I, I, I kind of understand uh, because you you've got uh, you have to be matched up. Well, and you, well, not only that is you're you're paying attention to performing a duty. Yeah, and sometimes can't enjoy what's being performed upon you. Yeah, if you know what I'm saying. That's part of the joy in it, losing control, like not being able to concentrate you, because the other person's doing their job. No, dude, don't be <laughs> disgusting. Uh, no, I, I think part of the pleasure in it is uh, that you. Um, <laughs> You give and receive at the same time, and and both of those things are sort of opposing. Um, 
Oh, lose yourself. You lose yourself. Like, okay, Preston, you're saying that you can't fully focus on your... However... What's, what's, I like the lack of focus. Oh, see, I, I prefer focus. I, I Not every time. Focus, too. <laughs> when it becomes when it becomes that... It's the old joke. All right. Uh, yeah, no. When it becomes what, Nick? <laughs> I think that that's part of the appeal. It's like, it's if you're going to uh, add up to that number and... Um, 69. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> if we can go yeah. balls deep, we can say 69. I, I, yeah, so. I don't know if we can, but whatever. Okay. Yeah. Uh, anyway, that's my thought on it. All right. Well, this, this conversation is getting real choppy, so I'm, I'm going to move on to holiday gathering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> everybody gather around. Yeah, yeah. Come on, everybody. Watch, Watch this new position. <laughs> Grandma, show them the new position. Oh, my God. You do like this. It's like scissoring. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Someone should have told me I would have shaved my bush. Oh, if my I was, winter I bush. had no idea I was putting on a clinic. <laughs> I would have chopped down the overbush. All right, everybody. Come on into the parlor. The average American, the average American will attend five holiday. We're gonna ga- open presents. Five holiday gatherings at five different houses this year. What's this now? The five different. So we have actually. Um, you will attend five holiday gatherings at five different houses this year. Have you guys already received a holiday really? invite? Two minutes to talk about this, by the way. Um, uh, no, to to parties. We uh, no. we have actually, and we're very excited. I, I do love, especially we have some, you know, some uh, wonderful uh, friends that. Um, and when you get together with uh, people that you really enjoy their company for the holidays, it's, it is a wonderful thing. Mm. It, the one thing is we had our first conflicting uh, invite, though. Uh, we where were, another event was going on? We were going to uh, a pretzel party. And, oh, uh, yeah. 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 And the 69ers had asked you over. <laughs> yeah. Uh, 84% of Americans are excited about the holiday season, uh, even if they don't celebrate common winter holidays. 43% of respondents are most excited about Thanksgiving, and 33% can't wait for Friendsgiving. Ooh, uh, Friendsgiving. Oh, yeah. Uh, the average respondent said that they would need just over two and a half hours to get ready for a party that they were hosting. Two and a half hours. <laughs> and she's back. <laughs> I'm like, uh, three days. <laughs> two and a half hours. 25% of Americans are not looking forward to washing the dishes or cleaning up after the holiday meals. I really look forward to doing the dishes. I love the grudge work. Mm-hmm. Wow. We when, had to stop our Friendsgiving party when um, one of the friend's sons almost got killed by a moving tractor that wasn't didn't have the emergency brake on. Oh, you <laughs> told this story. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, why can't you just um, <laughs> do it without tractors? Yeah. Right, well, my friend lives on a farms it was on their farm and they would you know take some of the equipment out just so the kids could see it or whatever and and there was um it was going to be uh take um pulling a like kind of like a hayride they had yeah. for everybody and we would do it every year it was great um and for whatever reason something on the tractor got uh, hit by one of the kids, and he was in the tractor. Tractor started to roll towards a lake that they have on right. their, oh, their no. property. It was like we all just watched, and it was like it was slow motion, oh, and it was not slow motion. The kid was smart enough to jump. He jumped out, rolled, and two guys. I mean, they. I've never seen people run so fast, and they dove into the tractor to grab the emergency brake to stop it from wow. into the water. Oh, that's dangerous. Oh. Yeah, that's so dangerous. that ended the tractor ride. All also ended the entire event. That they had, they I think that I think that's collateral damage. I think you should just do it and just do it without tractors. Mm. Stop that stupid tractor pull. 
Uh, so five holiday gatherings at five different houses this year is the average. It's the American average. Uh, Listen, so. I think it's important to get to get out and see people, family and friends. Yeah. I don't. No. So, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, I think it's something. I'll go the other way. So, mm-hmm. but you do. You end up doing. You have you have family come out, right? You have. Yeah. You don't dad. really like it, but I okay. mean, uh, you know. Yeah, but Thanksgiving's one of your favorite holidays. I love Thanksgiving. I you I just like, don't like seeing people. I like Thanksgiving when it's just us. Okay. Oh. When it's just the the the. I don't like the gigantic. No, neither do I. Everybody's coming over, or everybody's going to this person's house uh, gathering. I really don't care for it. You what don't I want do- twelve grandchildren and uh, uh, all that stuff. Uh-uh. We, I have to say though, I do love the big when we host the big uh, Christmas party. It's after what we do though is we do it after New Year's. Yeah, so that every the hubbub and all the hustle and bustle is dramatically diminished yeah. and then we see we see everybody for that and that makes it much more enjoyable all right so when you say the holidays i just for some reason automatically just thought christmas are you looping christmas and thanksgiving I, I together think it, i think it's thanksgiving and, and christmas it's considered the holiday season yeah. okay yeah okay. so you know um yeah i don't know um you're a big family dude i i know i know i don't like going to places i don't mind people coming to my place uh that's what i did yeah I, that's why we took the we took the case we took the christmas party at our place because I don't like to travel yeah. but people come and, and we make sure it's well worth their while but I I understand that that um you know it, it, I used to be the guy who was you know I don't know I don't want to do that I don't want to do that yeah but if you do it the right way, you can enjoy it. So last Christmas, my brother was supposed to host, and everybody was going to his house. It was, right. it was uh, my whole family, his in-laws, and, and all that. And then like, that morning, we get a message saying, do we have a leak in our house, uh, and we can't host. Like, they didn't have yeah. any hot water or anything like that. So we ended up having to just, on on the fly. I remember this. We, yes. We had everybody come to our house. Right. And that was a lot. Uh, you're talking about all the grandchildren, all the, the, the siblings and their spouses, plus my brother brothers in law how many people total oh geez uh a lot so this uh 12 plus eight uh that's 20 plus another five plus another two wow okay. uh, yeah it was it was a lot that's and a we lot. had to make that decision yeah. at 10 o'clock in the morning and so we didn't have all that time to uh but i loved it yeah uh, you know i was like this is cool like it's like a little adventure you know, but if I, I had get to it. go somewhere, I'm like, oh, F- I don't know. Anywhere. I go to hell. <laughs> By the way, here's a text that says, I hate Christmas, but all this talk about Grandma's Bush has got me in the highest <laughs> holiday spirits. <laughs> it's beautiful, man. Right, we, have, we have a little something yeah, yeah. for everyone. Yeah. Uh, sorry to keep that so short, but we have to take a break because we have the CEO of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame who's going to be joining us yes. in a moment. So we'll do he one. wants to get in on the Grandma's Bush conversation. Uh, who does not? Yeah. So we'll come back in a second and we'll join. He will join us. He'll be back. Oh, let me take. Uh, I'm going to take caller number 10 and give you a Mr. Sticky's yeah. $50 gift card. 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. Mr. Sticky's in Pottstown, PA, by the way. And you can check them out at MrStickysBuns.com. We'll be right back. What's going on in the world of rock? You'll find it at WMMR.com, your one-stop outlet for all the rock news you need to know. WMMR.com, where FOMO goes to die. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. 
Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Hi, I'm Steven Singer. Yep, that's me, the I hate Steven Singer guy. Why do other jewelers hate me? I'm a nice guy. Because other jewelers just want to throw up when you ask, can I trade in my old diamond studs? Why? I guess it's because they're in the business of selling. I'm in the love business. I love to see my friends come back and trade in their old diamond studs. It's true. You can start with any size and upgrade them for a bigger pair anytime you want. Get exactly what you paid. Not only do other jewelers not want you to trade in your diamond studs, but even if they do, they don't give you back what you paid. Why are their diamonds worth less? Oops. Come see me, the real Steven Singer, a real jeweler, whose diamonds are always worth what you pay. Visit me at the other corner of 8th and Walnut. By phone, 888-I-HATE-STEVEN-SINGER. Online, IHateStevenSinger.com. Oh, by the way, these stunning Anita diamond stud earrings are always 100% eye-flawless, near-colorless, brilliant-cut diamonds, magnificent and bright white, topped off with my 14-carat safety silicone backs. IHateStevenSinger.com. One place, one price. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. So the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame induction ceremony took place on Friday, and some wonderful things happened, as they always do at those ceremonies. Yes. And we just happen to have our good friend on to speak about it. He is the president and CEO of the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and he's a guy from around here as well. Please give some love to Mr. Greg Harris. Yeah. Good morning, Greg. <laughs> Greg, Thank you. you. My pleasure. My pleasure to join you. How's everybody doing in Philly today? Good. Do you need to hit your OnStar because your car's on its side? <laughs> you caught me. I'm not in the office. I'm uh, I'm I'm traveling at the moment, but um, couldn't miss up an opportunity to talk to all the friends and family and all your listeners in in the Philadelphia area from the Excellent. shore to the Poconos. WMMR. <laughs> As resuming, you are sideways though, so it's going to be kind of. A, you may see our heads actually uh-huh. tilt a little bit as we're talking. To you, but um, listen. So, right, uh, go ahead. Is that better? No, no, nah. <laughs> it's okay. Though. Don't worry about it, man. Uh, so, anyhow, uh, you can stream on uh, Disney Plus the the induction ceremony. Um, the uh, edited version uh, and and the more slick version is coming in. Uh, is that January or February? I think I read it. It'll air on a uh, on. New Year's Day, On January 1st. So if you need a break after the Mummers Parade, <laughs> go home and tune into ABC. It's going to be three hours um, prime time feature of all the great induction performances. Excellent. And Greg, as, as you've been to, obviously, loads of these events, um, what is something besides the performances? I would think that'd probably be, you know, the, the, the peak of everything, the performances that happen. But besides that, what, what are some of the things you personally, a person who has seen this go down a few times, that you look forward to? Wow. You know, I, I always look forward to um, when the generations sort of cross generations. So you have younger artists honoring older artists or older artists talking about some of the younger artists that they've helped or been involved with. And we can talk about that. When you said it, though, the first thing I thought of was Elton John talking about Bernie Taupin. And, uh, you know, long overdue for induction. Bernie's Elton's lyricist, uh, wrote so many songs for Elton, and he's finally going in. And they talked about being, you know, sharing a bunk bed in their first apartment when they were like 16 or 17. 
And uh, just bringing that forward, 40-plus years, they're both in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. You know, what's amazing to me, is, and, and I, I agree, I love hearing the people who are inspired by the, the honorees, and a lot of times, you know, they, they work out something or they're asked because of that association to be the, the people who induct them. Uh, but uh, in addition to that, um, it, it always amazes me. This is a big honor. And, and, and when, like, part of a band showed, I think, was Tom Morello the only one who showed up for Rage Against the Machine? Yeah, you know, and, and Tom did an amazing job. His, his speech, people should go Google it right away. It was just a complete call to action that, uh, you know, if Rage... Uh, Rage has always been very politically active, socially active, and their fans are as well. And his message was that just because we're, we're not on stage, uh, we live in all of your hearts and get out there and, and, and do things and take on the world. Um, of course, it would have been terrific to have him on the stage, but he did a great job uh, and it delivered. Yeah. Now, speaking of since, since we're talking to Philly, I got to mention the spinners. Yeah. And finally, you know, that great sound of Philadelphia. Um and um, New Edition did an unbelievable job, complete with all the dance moves, and uh, it was just off the charts. Well, they, really amazing. They, and then they immediately announced their residency. They're going to be in Vegas, I think, at the, at the Hard Rock, right? Uh, um, you know what? I didn't catch that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it, it's terrific. And, you know, those so those songs are the sound of summer for anybody that, that grew up in the Delaware Valley. I, it was cool to see Don Cornelius uh, get the the honor uh, and and all of those. A lot of times, it's not the musicians themselves; it is the the music execs and, and the peripheral that are that are part of it as well. That a lot of that ends up getting <laughs> that's extracted from the the full presentation because, as Preston said, the performances that's the money shot. Oh God, it's it's amazing. You know, with Don Cornelius, right, founder, um, host of Soul Train, he, we showed footage in his bio video, and there was. There was bands that were being honored. Shaka Khan, who was honored this year, was on Soul Train. Of course, the Spinners were on Soul Train. But David Bowie was on Soul Train. Mm. Um, the Stones were on Soul Train, just off the charts. And uh, and then uh, talk about a moment. You know, Robbie Robertson passed away from the band in the, in the last year. And there was a moment there where it was Elton John singing with uh, Jamie Johnson. Um, I'm sorry, uh, Chris Stapleton, my mistake. And Cheryl Crow. And and then Brittany Howard of the Alabama Shakes, and they did the weight. And oh, wow. I mean, goosebumps. It's amazing. Goosebumps. Wow, I've got to see that. You know, some of the unusual pairings are what I love to see. And, and sometimes it happens in the form of performances, and other times it's just people hanging out because Nick said he saw... Uh, Dave Matthews was hanging out with Snoop Dogg. Uh, Flavor Flav. Or no, Flavor Flav. Yeah, that was it. We were playing some Snoop Dogg earlier <laughs> this morning. But uh, yeah, he and Flavor Flav were hanging out. And that's got to be a really cool thing to witness, seeing people from different backgrounds, different musical backgrounds, uh, but coming together and maybe realizing they've been fans of each other for a long time. Yeah, that is magic. You know, these uh, coming back to help honor them. Uh, I saw Flavor Flav. I saw... Uh, um, uh, Todd, LL Cool J was there. Um, other artists, you know, we, we had an event the night before with Shaka Khan and some of our, um, our donors and friends and, and Ricky Lee Jones came over wow. to say hi to Shaka. Wow. You know, just fun stuff like that. Really amazing. And the, the musical world was there. Uh, eyes were on it and the broadcast is out there. Anybody go to Disney plus now you can watch it. And then tune in on on um, January first for the edited show. Well, the biggest chatter that came back was the fact uh, that Jimmy Page yeah. performed live for the first time in eight years. Uh, now you had to know that was going to be happening, but most people did not know that that was going to occur. 
No, uh, you know what? I knew it was happening, but even in the show run that you get, you know, preparing days in advance, load-ins, all that stuff, it just said unnamed guitarist. Ah, unnamed guitarist. Uh-huh. There we go. It, and then he, uh, it, talk about a, a rock and roll moment. He was on the big screen paying tribute to Link Ray as the godfather of, uh, you know, really the, the, the electric guitar, but the effects and feedback and everything. And then all of a sudden you heard rumble. And the spotlight hit him, and there was Jimmy Page standing there, and he just ripped it up. Yeah, I can't. I, I was. Uh, yeah, I definitely have to see that. Rumble is one of the coolest songs, you know, ever. One of the coolest pieces, and to have him there. Uh, but again, you had heard, you know, he's mentioned that in, in passing, but didn't realize how profoundly affected he was by, uh, you know, by Link Ray, and how basically that's where he said, "I got to do that." It's, uh, stuff like that. Those are the moments for me, that make the event so amazing? You know, he, so, you know, Jimmy Page is is a, you know, guitar hero god, but he was, again, <clears throat> a 15-year-old kid playing a Link Ray 45 in his bedroom and learning it on his guitar. Yeah. And, and that's what he's then on stage honoring this man uh, that did shape his entire life. And, you know, he did it in style, the double neck, he yeah. played Rumble on a 12-string <laughs> electric on. guitar. That iconic <laughs> SG of his is just incredible. Did you get a chance to talk to him that evening? Um, I, I just said a hello to him, but I did not uh, talk to him, you know, at length. But just a hello and, and thank you. You know, uh, these uh, these are really important. And these artists, it's... You couldn't pay them enough to do this. They just they, they come because they want to pay tribute. It's yeah. amazing. Yeah, they're fans, and you can tell. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. All right, so Disney Plus, you can see the whole thing. How long did it run, by the way, Greg? <laughs> I think it, I think it weighed in at about four and a half hours. No, uh, no, no way. Watch the distilled there version. There wasn't a slow moment. It just kept going. Yeah. All right, well, I'm, I'm definitely going to check it out. And then uh, uh, December, uh, I'm sorry, January 1st, you'll be able to watch uh, the edited version of it and... Uh, and all its glory. It's always great. I'm never, ever disappointed when I watch the induction ceremonies. It's kind of like the moment you you pop it on, you're in all the way because just cool yeah. things keep happening. It's a celebration. All right, Greg, great to talk to you, sir. We'll catch up another time and uh, continued success in, in everything at the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, bud. Thank you. Have a great day and uh, best to everybody in the Philadelphia area. You got it. Greg Harris, President, CEO, Rock and Roll, Hall of Fame. (laughs) And someday we got to do our show from there. Oh, I'd love to. It'd be fantastic. And maybe Jimmy Page will come on with us. I know he's a huge fan of the show, Preston. Uh, Just, you know, he likes to keep it quiet, but we understand. You know, know, a lot of stuff we don't know about him. He's a very private guy, so I I get it. Um, We have another guest. Yes. Our guest is in the studio, uh, and he's here to promote um, his film, which is opening on Friday. There is a screening tonight, by the way, uh, at the Boars, 730, and tickets available at filmadelphia.org. There's a Q&A with him as well. Uh, and the movie is called Share. Yes. <laughs> I say that correctly because there's a yeah, question mark right. after it. Uh, please welcome writer and director Ira Rosenweig. Yeah. Hey, guys. Nice to see you, Ira. Great to be here. Thanks for being here. Did I say that right, Rosenweig? No, no one does, so I I'm not it. upset, but it's Rosenzweig. Rosenzweig. Yes, yes. What were your <laughs> relatives thinking? Rosenzweig, okay. Yeah, well, they Excellent. were thinking a lot of things. <laughs> the full name is Ira Mordecai Rosenzweig. Oh, my Mordecai. God. Mordecai. Yeah, you were saddled with that. Yes. All right. Yes. So we, I we, love that name. There's no way you were going to not work your way to the top. You got to love it or, yeah, or you got to do other things. (laughs) Okay, so this movie is a mystery to me. 
Okay. Uh, from the trailer. It right. looks bizarre and compelling and a uh, little social commentary on maybe right. the world we live in with social media. Can you give us the, the, the description of it sure. so people can understand what this is about? So plot-wise, basically, it's about a man who wakes up uh, essentially naked in a bare room that looks like a bit like a futuristic prison cell. There's nothing in the room except for this like 1980s style like computer terminal in his wall. Yeah. And he can't, he has no idea why he, he's there or, you know, he, he's lost his short-term memory. And basically he realizes that the only way he can survive in this space is by performing for the camera that is behind this monitor. And little by little, he realizes he's not the only person in this predicament. So it's a sci-fi thriller. Um, definitely, you know, it's about uh, our relationship with technology, uh, a lot of social media components in it. And couldn't yeah. come at a better time. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, my question would be, how did you stay out ahead of the absurdity of what we're doing right now? Because this to me is is um, is a is a classic high concept movie of the the kind you would find in the seventies, where the, where you'd be, you know, where you go in with no expectations. You right. don't, you know. And I love stuff like this where you don't know where it's going. Uh, I'm a big fan of the the writer Harlan Ellison yeah, and sure. and the, the Twilight Zone episodes where mm-hmm. well, what's going on? What's the story here? But the fact that um, you're able to gain um, at least uh, rewards by getting shares, I assume, right. uh, makes the whole thing. So he encounters uh, one of the gentlemen that he's able to communicate with is Bradley Whitford. Right, correct. And uh, a friend of mine, Chris Gore, uh, runs a website, Film Threat. Sure. And and, um, and uh, their critics were raving on on this. And, and Bradley Whitford's performance. How did you get Bradley Whitford? So, um, funnily enough, we wrote the role for Mark Maron. Uh, oh, right. yeah. no yeah. kidding. Yeah. He's a friend uh, of the show. Friends yeah. Of Mark, yeah. 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 And uh, he's great. I'm a, you know, long time WTF listener and a lot of the things he likes to talk about on the show actually inspired some of the dialogue. So we wrote it for him. We sent it to, you know, to his agent to give to him. Mark passed, but his agent loved it and said, hey, what do you think about me giving this to Bradley Whitford? Yeah. I said, hey, oh, hey that hack? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so I said, please, please do. He read it very quickly and immediately, like, got back and he just he was in like even before talking to me he's like I think the script is amazing I want to do it and he loves this kind of stuff because uh, we were just talking his, his performance in Cabin in the Woods right mm-hmm. is so great and and so um, when he needs to really bring it at that level oh yeah he can do it I mean and get out and you know oh he's, he's god won, yeah, he's yeah. Three. Oh, I mean, yeah the man's amazing so Steve mentioned uh, the reviews the the very opening title of the uh, uh, of the trailer says Steven Soderbergh and I think right. it says brilliant AF or something like that so that's pretty good <laughs> yeah that's that pretty good. good I was uh, kind of like any validation I needed kind of was <laughs> satisfied with just that quote so alright so did this the idea for this um, did this come out of a love hate relationship with technology you could say that okay i mean i'm not like the biggest person on social media i definitely use it for business because it's like if you don't you get left behind you're not a luddite but you're 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 i mean you have to use it sure you have to use it but like i think even if people aren't that into social media like it won't get lost in them we are all so tied into technology today like in throughout the movie this man keeps getting distracted by this prompt that keeps appearing on his, his screen that says share. Yeah. And like we all, you know, we have cell phones. I, I don't know about you guys, but like when I'm with my family, like, and I just want to like 
unplug, I'll hear in another room that phone dinging. Yeah. And it like, you know, even if you're not going to answer it, it makes you, it just, you become less present. And so I think we can all kind of relate to that. Oh, yeah. Do you know what's funny, Ira, is that, is that what happens is, and I, I like out of the gate, I was like, I don't know, I don't, I don't want to do it. it's texting. I mean, this is years ago. Right. I, I'll just make the call, mm-hmm. uh, you know. And then you, you, by sheer force of, technology you find yourself not only uh, you 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 get sucked in and so as no matter how reticent you are to be a, a, a participant everything around us sort of mandates that in some form or another you have to use it 100% yeah it's like whether we want to or not it's there it's part <laughs> of our lives the movie is not saying like you know this is evil don't use it but like i think a lot of people it's so interwoven into all of our lives that we just kind of take it for granted now and i don't think we're really thinking about what it may be doing to mm-hmm. us or the way we have our relationships or how we live. So well, now you have active lawsuits. I mean, Facebook, which is kind of weird that Facebook is the one that's being dragged out for uh, in multiple states uh, against Facebook for um, corrupting children. I think most teens don't give a rat's ass about Facebook at this right. point, so it would be TikTok would be the obvious. But, um, but still, again... You can always say that with all of that comes some good stuff and some benefits sure. and some, you know, getting in touch with people who may have the same disease that you have or finding a, a lost relative or whatever. Yeah, so there there are pros and cons. It is that thing, though, about the share, about saying, how come no one liked my photograph? How come how come yeah. no one liked my, my yeah. little... And, and the hilarious nature of people believing they have, they have the method by which they can really rock social media. It's all a crap. Shoot. Oh, mm-hmm. totally, a hundred percent. And like, I know so many people, and I'm I'm guilty of this as well. You post something, you're like, oh, I, you know, I can't wait to see how many people liked it. Yeah. All people are saying, and then there's nothing, nothing. And yeah. then you, you know, you you just like, it's all about dopamine hits. It's, yeah, it's uh, it's um, yeah, it's an alarming thing. I don't think we're we're as humans not like evolutionarily able to keep up with how quickly things are progressing. So. I, it's the reason that I tempered my use on on social media in particular. Technology I've, I have to use for certain things, but mm-hmm. but on social media, I, I found myself going back to that picture I posted and yeah. and how many likes were there and what the comments were, and I right. and, and I caught myself doing this. I guess I'm, I have no worth. And I'm like, <laughs> well, I'm like, yeah. I'm a rat hitting the feeder bar yeah. in an experiment, and I looked at it that way, and I, I backed way off of it, uh, much to the chagrin of my company, I'm sure, because they want right. you to use it like crazy of course. uh but it's but it's a it's a mental health thing it's me personally i need to stay right. in a certain way but not everybody's different you know no, some absolutely. people prefer that but so. you and i kind of agree so the idea is like i i'm probably on uh, x twitter i still say right. the most uh and then Instagram a little bit. My Instagram feed is basically all sort of charity things and stuff like that. So I, I keep it very limited. Right. But but I mean, I, it's, you sort of pick your poison, mm-hmm. you know, and do that. But, uh, you know, in, in a way, I think uh, I'm sensing more people are becoming aware of the need to, to, as you said, put it in the other room and actually kind of really stick to that. Because right. it, the, the, there are more people talking about the detrimental aspects of it now mm-hmm. and I guess you said your, your movie's not you know is is not damn it you know but, but, but perhaps an eye-opening look at the possibility of of uh, this kind of speculative world i sure hope so i mean yeah. it's, the, it's definitely as as you mentioned before preston it's a, it's a little bit weird a little bit disturbing i hope it's funny as well my background was in comedy so you know it's it's hard to not bring that stuff over to it but the yeah. vibe of seeing it and, and i hate to hold things up for comparisons but uh, i get like a black mirror type yep. of, of sensation from sure. it, which i'm a huge fan 
fan yes. of. So yeah. I'm all about that. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, your your comedy, you, you definitely try to to add some some humor into this. And there's definitely some levity and some very dark humor. <laughs> okay, um, yeah. I mean, it's uh, it's funny to I, we've been doing screenings all around the country and just to hear like in different crowds what people are laughing at. It's not always the same thing. That's it's, great. Yeah, that's great. great. Okay. Yeah. All right. You know, talk about the blessing and the curses of, of social media. And I didn't know much about you until uh, ten minutes ago. And okay. um, and uh, I am able to look at your Instagram account and show this screen that Preston can also see at the oh. same time. And here's a photo of you and Jason Momoa. And yeah. so now I can ask you about Jason. <laughs> And I wouldn't have known about that if not for Instagram. So uh, what was that project you guys were working on? So that sent me to uh, the United Arab Emirates for a month in December of last year. Um, I was actually, so my career up until this movie uh, was usually, well, I got very lucky and a few years ago somehow became the celebrity comedy guy. So um, I've had a chance to work with so many great people like Dwayne Johnson, Kevin Hart, Tiffany Haddish, Zac Efron. For for a lot of commercial work? Commercials. So, So yeah, so you're, you're kind of Ridley Scott started in the, uh, commercials. That's a wonderful comparison. There you go. Yes, yes, yeah. uh, yes, that is so. a good place to cut your teeth. Yeah. No, Zack Snyder sure. as well. Yeah. yeah. No, a lot of people have either that or music videos. Right. Like, you know, there's those are, you know, two different pathways that people take. But yeah, with that project, um, so I did commercials for like, so there's a, a place there called Yas Island that's a collection of theme parks and it's just like a resort. And so we shot for three days, shot five different commercials for all different theme parks with Jason. Like, he's, a, I mean, look, and also the experience with celebrities varies, you know, hugely. <laughs> no, no doubt. Some people, no doubt. you know, they say never meet your heroes. That's really true. Sometimes, like, it was not a great experience, but this man, like, he's literally like a complete force of nature and like the warmest person oh. so yeah that was a great and, experience and you can't uh, there's only to a level you can fake that and, and they, so like we, we have been able to develop a, a somewhat friendship with Zack Snyder who, right. who you know and when you see him interviewed about about these people he he, he speaks highly of him right uh, l- l- cutting your your chops with um, with commercials and mm-hmm. and getting your your sense of um, uh, of of cinema and and having the the, the comedy incorporated this is your second feature this is my first First. Your first. Full I mean, feature. I made a documentary. A documentary, ago, but yeah, this is the first. Narrative. So, is is the uh, is the plan to perhaps uh, make uh, your uh, something coming up soon a comedy film? Yeah, I mean, for sure. Like, it's funny though. Now, you know, I used to be everyone would only send me comedy scripts, and I got into filmmaking to make movies like Share. And I was like, hey guys, you know, I want to. <laughs> I want to make like dramatic, dark stuff, and I'm getting comedy stuff. Now that I made this, this the comedy has stopped, and it's like everyone's like, "Oh, thriller, thriller, sci-fi, thriller." Sure. So, like, you know, I'm trying to carve my own path, but there's a, pro- a couple projects I really love to make at this point. Uh, with with share and and the unique um, scenario that it is, where these people are in a single room by themselves, solitary. Mm-hmm. Did that make it easier to direct because you don't have multiple locations, you don't have multiple sets, you don't have uh, uh, actors interacting with each other? other two shots and all this stuff it had to have been a little bit easier well easier on on in one sense and unbelievably difficult in another because like so basically yeah this is the first movie ever that is as far as we know that is shot from like one singular camera angle like we're behind the monitor of each of these characters and you never leave and so like when i started pitching it and people were like why would you want to do this and i was like look we from covid have experienced this kind of like zoom culture and (laughs) and isolation right and i thought if i could put people behind these monitors and never let them leave it would make the audience also feel cla- like claustrophobic sure. like these characters and it seems like that's worked just from the feedback that I've gotten 
which is you know has been great in terms of that stuff. But what was your original question? I'm sorry. I was just like, was it easier production wise oh, to be right. able to do that? So like like as a director, your main tool is to move a camera. You know, yeah. you get get a close up. You <laughs> yeah. know, like whatever you need. I my both of my it was like directing with both hands tied behind my back. It was right. like so difficult, but like so rewarding. But that- to- at least you got to tinker with lighting a little bit, I guess. But. Yes. Well, yeah. still, yeah. It's still, there's still, like, for example, uh, James Wan and uh, with Saw, you know, right. uh, if you can bring it in, mm-hmm. you know, when you're dealing with limited budget and so on and so forth right. and, 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 and make something that, I'll tell you what, more and more people now are saying, you know, um, we were talking earlier about Marvel and about, you know, we're, we're, we're genre fans, but I mean, right. when you're, uh, the, the, you know, and you talk about Hollywood's inability to say, okay, this guy's this now. Right. Oh, this guy's this now. Put you in a box, yeah. But the independent film, you know, which is still kind of an open playing ground where right. you, you get like a get out mm-hmm. or, or, you know, something that, that can really resonate. Um, that That's it's never I don't think it's ever been a better time for those kind of films. It's true. I mean, there are more opportunities to make them. I think the exhibition of them is more difficult in okay. terms of the financials and things like that. But uh, no, look, if you want to make a movie, you can make a movie. Like it's, uh, I had been trying for a really long time to make a comedy because, you know, it was like that was my body of work. I think honestly, maybe I just didn't want it enough because things just never materialized. This is the first thing I got back to that I really got into filmmaking to do and just made made sure it happened. So Does it blow you away? Because you, you, I was reading about the your co-inventor of crew in a box, which right. I find fascinating because um, the technology, you know, I just bought a, a gimbal for my for my Sony camera, this right. thing that has AI in it. I'm like, it's blowing my mind. Explain what crew in a box is. Sure. So actually, it's related to share because so like the, the when the pandemic hit and like the lockdown went into effect in L.A., I panicked. I mean, everybody panicked, but I remember I was in the shower and like I had this light bulb moment where it was like because I have this career directing celebrities, I was like, if, and and all of production was shut down for months, like everywhere. Yeah. So I was like, if I can figure out a way to create a remote camera system, not only has a camera, but also lights, microphones, teleprompter, like everything. If there's a way to do this, I could get back to work very quickly. Right. And so I recruited a couple of friends of mine and we got to work on it. And three months later, we were shipping the first crew in a box out. And like we worked with, I'd say like 15, 20 different networks uh, have, you know, have used us. It's basically we ship this box anywhere in the world. As soon as it's plugged in, we get like uh, control of the system and control all those components. So like nobody who's actually filming themselves has to do anything. I love it. So, yeah. so in the initial stage, when they were trying to, how are we going to get our anchor from home or whatever, or anything like that, or a performance or anything like that. Right. This was a one size fits all solution. Exactly. Because I'd seen everybody else where they were like sending all these pieces of equipment to celebrities to like set up and light themselves. I had heard horror stories of how that went. And then (laughs) that you have to get on camera and perform. I was like, this is a recipe for disaster. Has that continued post? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we we got patents on it now. Like I'm dealing with all that stuff. So yeah, it's uh, It's, it's, it's become a whole thing. A cottage industry could have been your full industry. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that's very cool. Yeah. Nice. Uh, so Cher opens um, on Friday. Right. Uh, and you guys have a screening of it. It is tonight. Mm-hmm. And um, uh, people can come out. Are you doing the Q&A after the, yeah, the film? The Q&A, okay. Yeah, the Q&A will be after the film. It's at, uh, as you said, the PFS Borst Theater. Uh, yeah. Which is 400 Randstead. And then, yeah, on Friday, we're going to be on all VOD platforms. So, like, iTunes, Apple TV, Amazon, like, all that stuff. Oh, I know what I'm doing this weekend. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yeah. this looks really cool. Thank this you. Looks, uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm intrigued by stuff like this. It's a uh, it's it's a weird...
weird world that we're a part of, and it could get weird and out of control yeah. if if it wants to go there. Now, I don't know what malevolent force is behind this in here, <laughs> and hopefully we'll find out. Yeah, you know, know. It, but you know, some, do speculative or do science fiction... You can, you can really expose things in a way you know that that sometimes just regular uh, drama cannot, True. And, and so you get this visual impact. So yeah, I, I'm guarantee there's something malevolent. Yes, <laughs> but but I mean, just by its very nature, I wanted to just quickly before we let you go, your the your main actor Melvin Gregg is this his first role? No, he's uh, so it's funny. It, this was a, per, a role perfectly suited for him. He he like rose to stardom on Vine. I don't know if you guys. Yes, Vine was yeah. preceded TikTok. Yeah, so like the six second clip yeah. thing. So he got big on that, and then um, actually Steven Soderbergh cast him in uh, his first role. He was the lead in High Flying Bird. He's been in a lot of things okay. since then. But yeah. wow, yeah, okay. He was uh, Nick pulled up his IMDb. He was in The Way Back, which was uh, the Ben right. Affleck, the the basketball coach. Right. Yeah. I think a lot of people probably know him from his. Uh, he had a villain role on Snowfall. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All, right. All right. Nice. Excellent. Well, listen, yeah. good luck. I'm intrigued. Thank looks, you. Looks really, really cool. Thanks so much. Uh, and I'll definitely be watching it this weekend. So check it out. It's called Share. 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 With a question mark. Question Share. Mark. Yes. Uh, and opens on Friday. But get those tickets if you'd like to go and see the movie live and yep. meet Ira and ask the questions. Uh, filmadelphia.org, 7.30. That screening is tonight. So thank you, Ira. Nice thank to you, meet guys. You. It was Bye. great yeah. to be here. We're going to take a break. We'll come back in just a moment. Stay with us, friend. we got some B-File stories on the way when we return. Camp Out After Dark. Your chance to stop by the Camp Out for Hunger broadcast during evening hours to make your food donation and enjoy fun, free activities. Monday night, it's Food Trucks and Fireworks, presented by Five Below, with delectable eats from 12 food trucks and a stellar show from Celebration Fireworks kicking off Camp Out Week. Tuesday, it's movie night under the stars with a showing of Step Brothers on the big screen. Did we just become best friends? Yep. Wednesday night, it's Quiz Only, hosted by Johnny Goodtimes inside Victory Beer Hall with a flyer suite up for grabs for the winning team. All events are free with your Phil Abundance donation, including free carnival rides from Skelly Amusements all week long. And yes, parking's free too. Get details, including all the where's and when's at WMMR.com slash campout. I uh, just got a text from uh, Rodney Bird, our uh, engineer uh, for MMR and Greater, or, I'm sorry, Greater Media. Greater Media. For Beasley. <laughs> uh, and he's sending pictures of the Camp Out for Hunger setup. It's six days from today. This is how long it takes just to get this this little event that we do set up. It takes a week just to get things in place for it. So he sent me, uh, and you guys, pictures of the yeah. uh, of the crane. It's called the Thackeray Crane. Yeah. That's uh, the one I want to get. That they are using <laughs> to set the tent up, and it looks like they've got the walls up on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the generators are there. There are a lot of great uh, people involved. United Rentals, it says, on the on the generators. And uh, that keeps everybody warm and keeps all the uh, the power running and all that stuff. And our need, union friends. We need a lot of power, by yeah. the way. So, um, yeah, it's not a, uh, it ain't a little fly-by-night operation. 
No. Do you, do you know why they do it? And also, they, they do it, obviously, they put on this big military-level thing, and it all comes down to you making your food donations, because I think, as we're going to hear from our, our, our good friend Lori, mm-hmm. over there at Phil Abundance, uh, this is a really, really critical year. It's odd that it we is. say that so many years. I know. It, it is just weird that Philadelphia, out of so many cities, ends up being in this sort of uh, perpetual food desert, so to speak, mm. and things got worse obviously and so um but you know what the good news is is that this one event can lift that up and keep it going for a long time so when you come down to the events you come down obviously the big show we put on in the morning throughout the day and and the reinvigorated uh camp out after dark um make your donation we'd love to see you and that's what these people donate their time to set this up we can all help feed people as you say, it can lift you up. Could it also raise you up? Yes. I think it could I think raise it probably you raise up. someone up. You raise me up. Shut the f*** up. <laughs> <laughs> Shut the <laughs> we have to do that there on that yeah. big sound system yes. to get that full yes. tent you sound. You raise me up. Shut the f*** up. <laughs> you know, we, well, we couldn't do it. Have him there live. Yeah, but we'd have to bleep it. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. true. Oh, right. I thought you were talking about Josh Groban. Me too. About, I was talking yeah, about yeah, Josh yeah. Groban. We could, we could probably get... What Mark if we Summers. got him and yeah. Mark Summers together to recreate That'd that live? Is he still doing Sweeney Todd? Not Mark Summers, but Josh Groban? Oh, I don't know. He was doing Sweeney he Todd was. on By the way, yeah. I like Josh Groban. I think he's a, yeah, he's, he's a fun guy. He's also he's got a great sense of humor about his own stuff. So he'd probably appreciate yeah. the You Raise Me Up. Shut the f*** up! You Raise Me Shut the f*** up! All right. Shut the f*** up! Okay. <laughs> uh, we're six days away yeah. from the whole thing, so uh, just get the information at uh, PrestonSteve.com. All right, let's go do this. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Final. And brought to you by me. Thank you. All right, how about this? A 25-year-old man was arrested inside an Iowa Target for indecent exposure maintains he was not pleasuring himself inside the store. Instead, Where's he claims... Kathy Romano? Instead, <laughs> he claims he was merely handling a sex toy. Oh, uh, well, you have to test him out a little bit. Uh, Deshaun Brown you know, was... this take, is not even like a rabbit at all. Uh, ...taken into custody, and he was released after posting a $3,000 bail. Brown was captured on surveillance cameras walking around the Target in downtown Iowa. Iowa City while pleasuring himself. The affidavit claims that Brown was physically touching and stimulating his genitalia and public area for the purpose of sexual arousal. So no one we know loves Target more than Kathy, but you would never do that, right? Come on. Contradicting the footage, Brown told officers that the object in his shorts was not his penis, but a dildo. Oh, and the affidavit. Well, then uh, proceed. The affidavit <laughs> counters his defense, <laughs> suggesting video evidence indicates the phallic object in his hand was indeed connected to his person. Ah. Oh. Uh, further, then document. Uh, further, the document accuses Brown of not just concealing his actions under his clothing, but also exposing himself to shoppers. Uh, recently, just three months prior, Brown's name was added to the state's sex offender offender registry. Uh, in addition, this addition was a result of a probation sentence he received lasting two years from December 2022 incident. In that case, he faced arrest for indecent exposure while he was seen on camera pleasuring himself at a laundromat. He's cheating on target. In Iowa City. (laughs) So, yeah. 
But maybe he was cheating on the laundromat because uh, okay. that was first. That's true. So. If you don't give the laundromat attention. All right. This is interesting. Out of Australia, a mountain of Lego found in a suburban drug raid is so large that police need a truck to seize it. Lego. Yeah, and this is a, a, a drug raid they were uh, uh, conducting. So, I wonder what is more expensive, the drugs or the Lego? It was on a ho- it was at a house on Melbourne's suburban fringe, and it was one thousand one hundred and thirty boxes worth more than two hundred thousand dollars. Wow! It was found alongside a meth lab and boxes of gemstones. Does Lego make a, a meth kit? Do they make just about yeah, everything? Yeah. So police said that there were so many of the plastic building blocks that a truck will need to be transport them. A thirty transport needed to. Tra- Transport them. A 36-year-old man and 32-year-old woman were arrested, and the man was charged with trafficking, uh, proceeds of crime, and firearms offenses. Uh, according to the police uh, detective, he said, this is uh, the first time our detectives have seized a Lego collection, let alone one so large that it requires specific transportation to remove it. Well, look, the pictures are on the screen. We have loads of boxes. I mean, yep. you know, you guys really know how expensive those things can be. Very much so. Police will al- allege uh, that uh, Lego and gemstones are proceeds of crime. Hmm. An Alaska suspect was arrested this week after he allegedly threatened to hunt down and kill a U.S. senator and uh, goes a little bit further with that. Uh, Arthur Graham was arrested Monday after he allegedly sent a graphic message to a U.S. senator who was not identified threatening to kill them and, quote, wear their skin as clothing. Okay. <laughs> that's a subtle message. Yeah. Yeah. There. yeah. That, to me, that seems uh, threatening. In the message, Graham explained that he was facing eviction and had nowhere else to go. Big front person. Uh, he also reportedly said that he was uh, formerly homeless. Graham identified himself in the threat, signed it with his name, phone number, and address. He said, I'm in the dark here until I get new information uh, to, and then they have the redacted senator's name. My plan is I'm going to hunt you down, cut the flesh off your body, and wear your skin like clothes. Well, it is cold up there. I'll live inside of you. Oh. I may as well because I ain't got nowhere else to live. Uh, the senator's staff received the message, which was sent via the senator's website and reported the threat to the U.S. Capitol Police, who launched an investigation. Uh, police and the FBI then visited Graham's home. Once there, he reportedly confessed to having sent the message to all the officers. He knew he was what he was doing so was against the law. I don't think a skin suit would, would be warm, though. He was taken into custody. Well, I mean, if you tan it, you know, it turns out like leather. Okay. So, Do you think these guys, you think like... You Buffalo? would have to line it, though. Yeah, and they yeah. don't seem to be taking that, that kind of care. Right. What are you going to so. line it with, though? I don't know. I don't know. Wool, probably. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good call. Uh, the Wiggles say that they're deeply disappointed that Western Australia's largest regional city is using their music to drive homeless people away from a <gasps> regularly used shelter and sleeping spot. Oh, like they're playing the music to yeah. make them go away? The song Hot Potato is <laughs> what? being played Come on, on yeah. a loop at the Graham Bricknell Memorial Music Shell. And I'm, it's I'm in moving there. What mm-hmm. the local hot potato, hot potato. Hot potato, hot potato. Uh, what the local council potato, concedes potato, is a bid to discourage people potato, from loitering and congregating. Potato, I think he was just drawing people potato. in. You talk about potatoes, cold spaghetti, spaghetti, cold spaghetti, right? Yeah. yeah. They must, the soup kitchen's open. Yeah. But that's not the only song. The other song is this one. MMR 93.3. Oh, wiggle. Rest in Casey, Kathy, Nick, Marissa, and Steve. MMR 93.3. Preston loves to eat those scabs. <laughs> They love to say, well, get six. MMR 93.3. President Steve Rock. 
again i reached out yeah uh, and we were moving along and then i think their show got canceled oh. for whatever reason so i have to look to see if they rescheduled it or not okay we'd love to get them back in here again that's uh, my musical contract that's a jam yeah <laughs> So a spokesman for the band said this decision ran counter to their song's purpose and message. They said the Wiggles music is created to bring joy and happiness to children and families around the world. We are deeply disappointed to hear that it's being used in any other way. As of late Thursday afternoon, the song had been switched off. Okay. Uh, while chiefly used for concerts and public gatherings, that venue has become a makeshift shelter for the city's homeless as uh, Banbury and the wider Southwest grapple with an unprecedented housing crisis. I think that Baby Shark is the song most often played during waterboarding. <laughs> I had no yeah. idea. <laughs> All right, and then uh, one last story, and yeah, let's go with this one. A Florida man received a citation for his realistic booty patrol truck, which is apparently too similar to the border patrol truck. <laughs> Two different things. The white Chevy Silverado has a green strip on the side and the words booty patrol on the back and realistic red and flashing blue lights. You can't do the flashing lights. No, That's flashing lights. No, no. Uh, fans of the Booty Patrol took to the DeSoto County Sheriff's Office Facebook page to voice their support. They claim the Booty Patrol only uses its lights in music videos and not when it's on the road. Uh-huh. One commenter said, he's friends with my neighbor, so I see him at least once a week. I think it's cool and funny. <laughs> I do like the truck. They did a good job. It is cool. It, it definitely is a, a booty patrol. Booty patrol. Yeah. Mm. All right, and there you go. That's what I have in uh, the Bizarre File for you this morning. All right, we have one last $50 gift card to give away from Mr. Some of that real sticky, icky, icky. Yeah. Oh, wait. <laughs> Mr. Stickies. And uh, you can go to MrStickiesBuns.com. Now, uh, our friends from the Pottstown location on Heritage Drive came in and dropped off a bunch of goods for us, including uh, cinnamon buns with vanilla icing and Sticky Witch breakfast sandwiches and their award-winning sticky buns and sticky buns with walnuts. So we'll take call number 18-215-263-WMMR, $50 gift card for you. You can follow them on Facebook at, at uh, Mr. Sticky's Pottstown for coupons and to see new menu items as well. But warning, it's extremely addictive, Mr. Sticky's. We'll be back in a second. Stay with us. Who's playing where? When? Answer your Philly concert inquiries at WMMR.com. All the shows that rock, all in one place. Just click on our always up-to-date concert calendar at WMMR.com. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Winning Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at acmeswoopinandwingame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles.
Winter may seem like a strange time to replace the windows in your home, but with Window Nation, it's the perfect time. Right now, Window Nation is offering you 50% off all window styles. Plus, you can get 0% interest for five years. So get rid of those cold, drafty windows that are costing you more to heat your home. With savings this big, it's time to give Window Nation a look. It's easy. Simply call 866-90NATION or visit windownation.com to get started. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. 4.30, 5 o'clock. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's nighttime now. Mm, sure. Or it's close, you know what, close enough. Make sure, when you put your Christmas lights up, it'll be that much yeah. more impressive. Well, you get more, yeah, yeah you get yeah. more enjoyment out of that. Uh, Christmas lights uh, I like that. And that gets us in the uh, 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 Camp Up or Hunger mode. Yes. Too, with the uh, shorter days and everything. Which, by the way, yeah, speaking of... of uh, Putting up your Christmas lights, holiday lights, whatever you're going to do. Um, today, 70 degrees. Thursday, 70 degrees. Mid-50s through the weekend. This is this is time to do it. You could put stuff up and just don't turn them on until uh, yeah, you're going to go. I'm cool with that. Yep. I, I don't mind that at all. The, the going ahead and, and putting the lights up, but just hold on. Just a, just a bit. Oh, Thanksgiving okay. so and I, then flick the switch. Yeah, my full Halloween display is up. I've not turned on the lights on it now because I have to. It, there's, it's elaborate taking it down, and then I'm going to convert immediately. The demon becomes Santa Claus. Oh, um, I did. I did not see this for myself, but Rochelle told me she saw a photo. Uh, maybe on Facebook. I don't know what. Great idea, though. Uh, the giant skeletons, which you yeah. see, everybody's got them now, which mm-hmm. they look great. Uh, somebody had, um, it is now putting up Christmas lights. <laughs> oh, <laughs> there you go. I love that. Yeah, yeah. In a tree. Yeah. Great idea, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have a Grim Reacher, Reaper statue that's in our house. It's in our foyer, and that becomes the ghost of Christmas future. That's oh. all you need. Mm-hmm. You got to just think on your toes. Okay. Um, what are we doing? Oh, lesson question. Yeah. And we are going to give away a four-pack of tickets for Tinseltown! Hey! Talking about all these Christmas lights and stuff. The question that we will ask you this morning is, who is Zachary Zane's brother? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. Now, not really. Don't go looking up Zachary Zane to see if he's got an actual brother. That's not the answer. The answer is almost never what it really is yeah, when we're talking right. about the lesson questions. Just see if you heard something said earlier on the program. So, who is Zachary Zane's brother? According to our program, 215-263-WMMR. Call right now. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. All right, before we give the goodies away, we'll get some stories from Steve Morrison. What's up, Steve? Well, friends are reportedly worried about O.J. Simpson, who is described as frail and dispirited as he arrived in Las Vegas over the weekend. One friend, friend, friend says that O.J. has finally realized that his best days of killing are behind him. Oh, oh my God. You know, it happens. Tan mom, Patricia Krenzel, announcing she's running for the U.S. God. Senate in Florida. Krenzel says she's running to ensure access to tanning beds for pasty white babies. Wow. Oh, my God. And finally, actress Terry Copley posting a YouTube video explaining that she broke up with John Stamos years ago because his mother told her he would never marry her. Copley says she became so depressed that she impaled herself on Tony Danza's penis. Oh. <laughs> and that's her honey trash. 
Parish. All righty. We'll see if uh, we can get the answer to the question. Oh, that, 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 that was, was the sponsor, be? yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> the trash was brought to you by Horizon Services. I thought so. It's easy to buy a new home comfort system with Horizon's fall in savings event, and you can get up to $1,500 back on qualifying systems and up to 20% off select new system installs. Visit Horizon Services. Dot com. All right, we will go to the phone to see if we can get an answer to this. Uh, who was Zachary Zane's brother? And we will go to Jack to see if we can get the answer. Hi, Jack. Good morning. Good morning. All right, Jack, who is Zachary Zane's brother? I believe it is Zappa Zane. It's, is it close enough? I, I think he could have heard it and just heard, thought that's what was said. All right, it's close enough. We're going to give it to you. Zappa Zane. <laughs> It's just it's the family theme song. Caught in the pouring rain. All right, so Jack got it right, and uh, he's, <laughs> he's gonna get a four pack of tickets to Tinseltown Holiday Spectacular. By the way, I forgot there is a full music video for this song of Casey in the front of uh, One Bala Plaza. Black and white, black and white. Little little more weight on back then, but he looks cute as hell. Yeah, as our Long Casey hair. boy does. Long hair. Totes adorbs. Uh, so we are going to give him, by the way, the t- Tinseltown tickets and come to South Philly. <laughs> South Philly at FDR Park this winter. Visitors of all ages will feel the magic of the holiday season as they stroll through a spect- spectacle of lights, dine-in festive treats and beverages, and also you can meet Santa Claus. <laughs> Oh, my God! And much more. Tickets are now available at uh, TinseltownHoliday.com. Use the code WMMR20, and you get 20% off. All right, music news. Here we go. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. Brought to you by Monster Mania 57. It's this weekend in Oaks, Pennsylvania with our Alice Cooper Scream Reunion. Uh, the stars of Five Nights at Freddy's and more. Tickets are on sale now. Monstermania.net. Steve Morrison will be there. Ooh, I'm going to be there. Disturbed posted a photo with Ann Wilson of Heart announcing that they had uh, shot a video together for Don't Tell Me. And drummer Mike Wengren uh, said the idea for the power ballad to be a duet came from uh, David Dreamin. Uh, in an interview, Wengren said he just had one person in mind, and that was Ann. It was a no-brainer. He said, hey, let's hit up Ann. Let's see if she'd be into it. And she was on uh, on board right away, and we didn't even have to convince her. Uh, set to be Disturbed's next single. It was written about guitarist Dan Donegan's divorce. Dan Donegan's divorce? Uh, yes, and it's from their latest album, Divisive. So It's, it's Dan- more about the detrimental dilemma that Dan Donegan's divorce. Dan Donegan's divorce from the album, Divisive. Yeah. Uh, and the video has not been released as of yet. Uh <laughs> Let's see what else we have. Yeah. Uh, out now is Christmas Classics, New and Old. A holiday set from Creed and Alter Bridge guitarist Mike Tremonti. Uh, the set features 10 songs sung in the same style as 2022's Tremonti Sings Frank Sinatra. It includes an original Christmas Morning, as well as a cover of Donny Hathaway's This Christmas. Uh, Tremonti says that he hopes to see his recordings become staples of the holiday season, along with other favorites that he's enjoyed over the years. 
Uh, he worked on uh, Christmas classics with Sinatra collaborator Carrie Dedman and many of the musicians who worked on the previous album. Uh, Trelawney is currently on the road with Alter Bridge in South America. Bruce Dickinson of Iron Maiden released a new solo single. It's titled Afterglow of Ragnarok. 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 Uh, in a press release, it's described as a dramatic and epic... Rag'em. 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 Dickinson said... Rag'em. Uh, as benefiting... As, ben, as befitting is ti- its title... Rag'em. It's a heavy song, and there's... <laughs> And there's a great big riff driving it. Rag'em. But there's also a real melody in the chorus. It rag, 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 rag'em. <laughs> I love that guy. That displays the light and shade that the rest of the album brings. And uh, just wait until you see the video. Uh, the song is from his solo album, The Mandrake Project. Mm. And it'll be released December 1st. And he's announced that he'll be touring Europe next summer to promote it. Last bit of information, a classic jukebox gifted by Elton John to John Lennon. And a muscle car owned by Slash are among the toys of the wealthy that's up for auction this month. Uh, The circa 1947 Wurlitzer model 1015 jukebox was gifted to Lennon one Christmas by the Rocket Man and displayed in the club room of Lennon's apartment at the Dakota. Is this one of these Wurlitzers that has the liquid flowing through it? Haven't seen a picture of it. Yeah, because that that is possibly that is I think the most collectible Wurlitzer jukebox. Uh, The auction house is not sure of the year. Uh, The 57 inch tall Nickelodeon is accompanied by 18 original 78 RPM records. Uh, The current high bid is $25,000, but the winning post is expected to reach $100,000, which is conducting uh, live at Julian's auctions uh, at Hard Rock Cafe in Nashville, uh, the 16th through the 18th. That would be a pretty awesome piece of memorabilia to have. I mean, they they sell knockoffs that, you know, kind of approximate, but if you had a legitimate Wurlitzer... Well, one that was gifted from from yeah. John, from Elton John to John from Lennon. Lennon yeah. That's the thing that sells it on me. What the hell I is have, this? <laughs> I have over the years thought about uh, getting a jukebox, but I just don't. Would you use it? That's the thing. Chuck it has would, a few of them, I think. It wouldn't be practical enough. Mm, if you got one, would you prefer for it to be vinyl or CD? Vinyl. I'd, I'd want it to be old. I'd want it to be a, a, a refurbished. The way le- Chuck has it. Legit. Old school. Um... Because that would, because you can listen to music anytime on on, on a variety of different uh, formats, uh, but to be able to do that would yep. be pretty damn cool. See the mechanism work, put the record on, all that yeah. stuff. That's what you want to see. Yeah, I had uh, I went out to breakfast all by myself a few months back. I went to the place called Gateway Diner. It's a place all I'm by d- myself. <laughs> Honey, guess where I am? I'm at a breakfast place. And I did it all by myself. You sounded like a kid. Yeah, when yeah you I know. That. I'm sorry. Uh, Go ahead. But uh, I, it was a place that my dad would take me, and it was one of those diners that had a jukebox at every booth. It's awesome. Oh yeah, yeah. They I, didn't have them anymore. They were uh, all gone. I was like, oh, man. Dude, I used to play. As an adult, I played with those friggin' things. Yeah. yeah. Uh, for those who want to drive like a rock star, the 1966 Corvette Stingray Coupe, once owned by Slash, is up for bid again. After him being previously sold more than a decade ago, the vet could fetch up to $200,000. Wow. Uh, Slash said, it's the first real car I ever actually owned back when Guns N' Roses made any money. He said, before that, I had a Honda CRX. <laughs> but that doesn't count as a real car. Uh, all the important stuff is original, and it runs killer. I hate to part with it, but it never gets driven. I'm always on the road. He said, wow. 
Nick pulled up a picture of it. That is a sexy. That is probably my favorite body type. Really? I think that's like the C3. I'm not 100% sure. EPO. But like that, that 65, 66, that's my favorite style of Corvette. I love the way that thing looks. Mm. Um, so it's uh, the odometer only has 35,164 miles on it. Uh, and it looks like, is it? No, it's not the split back, but... Uh, Look for, at that. Here's a better picture of a press Oh, that's a sexy It's gorgeous. Yeah. Uh, for Beatles fans looking to feel like a band on the run, an original, fully restored 1953 Bristol KSW double-decker bus used by Paul McCartney and wow. Wings in the 1972 uh, Wings Over Europe gigs Time is for also... A snack. It's also up for grabs. One, one, one. Okay. Uh, could fetch as Who much that? as $300,000. Who wants a snack? Uh, the current bid is at $70,000. You know, they, you? Always, they always say these. They always go with, the, all right, the current bid is $70,000. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're expecting $300,000. it will go for $1.2 million. Right. That's way They're, they're a bunch out. of crap. Um, would you, um, obviously a huge Beatles fan, um, do you have any Wings memorabilia? No, huh. no. Yeah. I, well, I mean, when I, when I collected Beatles stuff back when I was a kid, I'm sure I had some Wings pictures and albums. You don't have a Dallas like Elliott jersey or anything like that? I'm sorry? Dallas Elliott? Oh, Dallas Elliott. <laughs> Former goaltender. Yeah. Uh, the Philadelphia wings. wings. That's right. There you go. Somewhere I do. Um, see. McCartney has said uh, the idea of being stuck in a bus all the time, going from city to city. Hotel. It's horrible! <laughs> in the goddamn bus! Do you know who I am? He said going to hotel to hotel wasn't too appealing. What am I, Danny Partridge? So we decided to travel around in an open-top bus. It is cool. And got some sunshine And uh, as we traveled from one place to another. That's a Pierre Mobile right oh there. Oh, my man. God. The, the Peter Max illustrations yeah. on the side. Yeah. It's beautiful. Awesome. Uh, so if you want to buy this stuff, it's going up for auction uh, starting on, I believe I said the 16th. Uh, so get you your, have some extra cash in your couch. Your checkbook ready. Yeah. All right. And that's the last item in music news. We're going to take a break and come back in a moment. We will give away our Tattoos Day prize. So if you haven't texted Tattoo to 39333 yet, do it. This is the last chance at winning. And uh, we'll wrap up the program. Letter Day, Word of the Week, prize and more. Stay with us. Preston and Steve's Camp Out for Hunger begins this Monday at Xfinity Live inside the Wells Fargo Center Complex. With more and more area families struggling with food insecurity, Subaru of America is encouraging area companies to step up and make a difference with the Camp Out Business Challenge. The top business food donor gets a live on-site broadcast from the Preston and Steve Show. Second, a live broadcast from the legendary Pierre Robert. And third, a $20,000 WMMR advertising campaign. Plus, this year, all business challenge participants will be entered to win an in-studio visit with Preston and Steve for your employees, no matter the size of your donation, large or small. Every donation helps fill abundance in their mission to drive hunger from our communities today and end hunger for good. Visit WMMR.com for complete details on the Subaru Business Challenge from 93.3 WMMR. Putting Philly first. It's a Tuesday morning. It is a very mild day today. High of about uh, 70 degrees. May not quite feel like that yet because we got a lot of cloud cover, but it's supposed to be uh, clearing up, I don't know, like 3 o'clock, something like that, just, you know, shortly before the sun goes down, unfortunately. But 
The sunsets, and I mentioned this the other day. Gorgeous. Just been stunning lately. Gorgeous. Yeah. The sunrises have been beautiful, too. So, you know, everything. Write a song about sunrise and it's sunset. All sunrise, sunset. sunset. Mm-hmm. Who did that? Is that uh, Man on the Roof? Fiddler on the Roof, yeah. Oh, okay. Man of Fiddler. From the, yeah, it's from the soundtrack. Man yeah. Who Munches the Fiddler on the Roof. On the show. All right. Uh, let me see. We should thank our guests. We had some really good guests today. Uh, our buddy Greg Harris, president, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. CEO, Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And uh, recap some of the induction ceremony. It took place on Friday. Uh, Disney Plus, you can see the whole thing now. It's like a little over four hours long, but they're going to chop that down. And on uh, New Year's Day, you'll have a three-hour version of it. should be solid stuff. That's, and Jimmy yeah. Page, first time performing in eight years. Huge. Wow. Yeah, so. Huge. Uh, nice to have Greg on. And then a new friend, Ira Rosenweig. Yeah. Uh, who, or Rosenzweig, I think I'm Rosenzweig. Swig, yeah. See, the S is missing. I know. Yeah. Rosenzweig. Um, but this movie that he wrote and directed looks pretty damn cool. It's called Share. Share? Yeah. With a question mark. Uh, it's in theaters on Friday, in select theaters on Friday, and they're screening it at the Boers tonight, and you can go to filmadelphia.org to get information, but... Um, kind of Black Mirror, yes. Technology, Twilight Zoney, love it. Looks really cool, and Bradley Whitford is in it, so looks awesome. Yeah. So uh, we thank Ira for coming by this morning. Um, and Pierre Robert is here. Yay! <laughs> Yay! Very nice. So I heard the interview. Guy was great. Um, did is there any reference to share in it? No. S-H-A-R-E. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> he does say, if I could turn back time, I would be out of this cell. No. Half-breed. Yeah. yeah. Now I'd love to hate the word. Most <laughs> I've been from the people in the town they call us. You know, I saw her a couple of years ago. God bless her. She's 70-something, and she's got legs to yeah. kill. And she's still wearing that outfit with uh, the one with oh. the sailor thing, I guess. Yep. If I could turn, turn back, back to help, and yeah, she's that's running around the stage in that, like, you know, bathing suit with with fishnet stockings on. And I'm going, holy man. I was really digging in on a song the other day. I had uh, one of my playlists going, and uh, and The Beat Goes On came on. And oh, I'm like, great. man, this is a cool great. tune. It was Sonny and Cher. And that's done with the Wrecking Crew, oh, too. Great that's song. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. She also, uh, in her, uh, you know, last time she was touring anyway, uh, did a duet. They'd bring a screen down with Sonny, <sighs> and she'd do I Got You Babe with him. Listen, uh, one, of, one of my favorite television movies, or television moments of all time was was on Letterman and Sonny and Cher. This is yeah. in the 1980s, probably late 80s. Uh, they were on, they were just doing an interview. And of course, you got Paul Schaefer in the band right there. And Dave's going, why don't you guys do, uh, why don't you do, um, um, I got you, babe. I got you, yeah. And Cher's kind of rolling her eyes. At she like, was ah, not into it, yeah. The band starts playing the song. They wander over there and they just killed it. Yeah, by the end of it, yeah. she was she's totally so happy and so yeah. glad yeah. she did it. And she yes. later referenced that Preston, and she was so glad she had that oh. memory because she was. She didn't feel her voice was you know ready for that, but it is one of the the great moments. Uh, you know, I, I get goosebumps when I watch. If it. you want to see a heartfelt eulogy, her eulogy oh, for yeah. Sonny Bono, yeah. they had been separated for. I mean, they'd been divorced for a long time, but they came through something together, and and. There would be no share without Sonny Bono and vice versa. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's great. 
Well, she, I mean, she had great loyalty to her former beaus. Uh, she also went to Greg Allman's funeral, and yeah. she was only married to him a very brief amount of time. And she, you know, she really loved these guys that she was with, even though it didn't always work out. Uh, but I loved the fact that she went to Greg Allman's funeral. Mm. So, um, you know, it's, um, it's, uh, I think she's cool. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and now I'm thinking about the, the Sonny Bono funeral. Uh, Chaz Bono was there and was like, oh, look, all the wives are here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's like four yeah. of Sonny's exes all sitting in the front row together. I wow. um she um a couple of years ago we were just doing a for one of the presidential elections and wanted to get um we called a, some voting thing to see if we could get some people to talk to us just to encourage people to vote and they said would you like share and I go yes yes <laughs> and two days later the hotline rings and it's effing share oh man you got to get out and vote it's voting is very important and I'm going I. Can we just spend another hour? Because there's so much yeah. we want to cover, but only had you know, I gotta go. seven That's or eight cool. minutes with her. But by the way, today is uh, is voting day, yes. election day for um, there. It's there smaller, more regional things, uh, school board things, state senators. But it, it's a it's good also thing. Supreme to, Court uh, judge, right. state Supreme Court judge. Right. There's a lot of importance. Yeah, yeah. And so, and, uh, school boards. That's what we're voting for. Very important. Yeah. Uh, school boards. All that stuff makes a huge difference. So uh, yeah. get out and vote today, without question. Um, so yeah, and it's SA. H A R E is the movie. H A R E. Yes, not the other show. Thank you. All right, letter of the day, ready? Yeah. All right, here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the daily letter. And the Preston and Steve show is brought to you today by the letter E as in energy. All right, and we got two letters, three to go, $500 from the Bagster. Yeah. Uh, the Bagster is by far the. <laughs> Yeah. They love that, by the way. They, the bags they have to. Go. Uh, the most convenient and affordable <clears throat> way to help with your home cleanup. And you can go buy it in any home improvement store. Fill it and simply schedule your collection and it's gone. Clean it up with the Bagster dumpster in a bag. Uh, real quick, I forgot to thank our friends at Mr. Sticky. Yeah! Hey! From Pottstown. Yeah! For bringing by all the... Some of that real sticky, icky, icky. Uh, sticky buns this morning, and uh, they're at 600 Heritage Drive in Pottstown. You can check them out at Mr. Sticky's Buns. Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. What was the sandwich you had? Uh, it was called the Sticky Witch. Sticky Witch. Yeah. And it was wonderful. So we thank those guys. Hey, um, today's Tattoo Day. Let's do this giveaway before we thank our friends and find out what's coming up tomorrow. I would like to congratulate Shane Hample from Glen Olden, Pennsylvania. And uh, Shane is getting a $350 gift certificate for Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. So, Tattoo Day on the President Steve Show is presented by Floating World Tattoo and Piercing. 1729 South Street in Philadelphia. Artwork samples. Visit floatingworldtattoos.com or check them out on Instagram at Floating World Tattoos. I will thank our sponsors. Uh, the President Steve Radio program today has been brought to you by Duncan. The President Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by Wilmington University. Find your education home at Wilmington. University, wilmu.edu. Tomorrow on this very program, uh, we will do our Wednesday stuff, uh, secret text word, uh, Fox Good Day, and uh, Art the Clown. Yes. David Howard Thornton 
which is from the Terrorizers. Terrifier. Terrifier. One and two. And they recently announced the third one. He is going to be a Monster Mania Con, and our friend Dave got us the interview. Art the friggin' clown! <laughs> is he going to be here? No, he's going to be on the phone. Okay. But he'll, right. be, he'll be here on the weekend, and I'm going to be at the, at the uh, Monster Mania Con as well. All right, so Art the clown, psychotic character without question. All right, that's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow, gang. Bye-bye. Shopify helps businesses break sales records over the holidays with the world's best converting checkout. Let's hear that one more time. The world's best converting checkout. Shopify's legendary checkout makes it easier for customers to shop on your website, across social media, and everywhere in between. Now that's music to your ears. Any way you spin it, you can be a smash hit with Shopify. Start your dollar a month trial today at shopify.com slash records.